take two? I use a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I took it back. I got it back. It's fine. Uh, and and what, Caillou's not a bitch, you say? No, it's the parents are the problem. Really? Oh, yes. They're horrible. I, I've never watched it before. Like, I, I haven't gotten to that point That point with the kids' oh, programming oh, yet. Oh, just wait. Listen, you're going you're gonna to have to deal with a lot of stuff. I know, because I was watching Wonder Pets the other day. Don't ask me why, but I was, I was watching Wonder Pets the other day. Back a little bit. That's and, a phrase uh, no one's ever said before. I was watching Wonder Pets. <laughs> why were the other you watching day? Wonder Pets? Because I was so I was house sitting for the last week, and they had this like big TV. Did you fucking every stuff. room in the house? Was there a child there? Room. What? No, What'd, there you wasn't a child What'd you say? What'd you say? Okay, because my next question was going to be: every room. If the child room. ate lotion, <laughs> it's one of what? my favorite Joe stories. You know. Loman, shout out to Loman because apparently I gave a shout out to Nick and Gabby uh-huh. or something. And, and she got Loman mad. listens to this, and she, yet she, yeah, and yet she doesn't fucking send, uh, send fucking. Well, how come you? When in. you speak, you're always up in Be- the yellow because I project really well, and well, you you've got don't. a microphone that's not strapped to your I body. Can't listen. Not if talk. there's one thing that we learned, it's you can't rely on the microphone. We're all theater kids. Have here. I taught you nothing? <laughs> Have you seen me in a show? I'm the one whose mic breaks. Whatever. We're not going back to take three. (laughs) I get that now, but I'm just, I'm going to say it on the podcast this time so people can hear me and, and I'm justified in it. Anyways, we've got sound problems. Hopefully our sound problems are okay now. Welcome to Couch Grouches. I'm Joe. I'm Jim. I'm Gonzo. And uh, we didn't do that yet, No, we we? didn't because you wouldn't shut the fuck up. Want to welcome special guest. At least I'm not in the yellow. Friend of the show, <laughs> Jordan from Table to Stage. How you doing, Jordan? All right. How are you? I'm fine. Yeah. You're... You know, like you can tweak your own levels too. <laughs> no, I don't want to tweak my own levels. We're just gonna. I'm just gonna tweak the recording levels instead. At Why do you gotta be a bitch point, about it? If this is how this. But then the rest of be, us are way too quiet. Gonna, I don't care. We're gonna have to do video recordings of this podcast, and one of the cameras has to be on the screen so they can see the levels because we reference the levels all the time now. The levels are now honorary grouch. I'm really kind of pissed because Friend I had... of the show levels? I had, I had <laughs> all of the um, all of the cables were nicely tucked under and, like, adhesived and everything. They've just fucking fallen. Mine are fine. Yeah, you're what have fuck- you done? I'm sorry. I'm on the... Con- yeah, uh, shut up. <laughs> <clears throat> so... I guess the intro's over now. <laughs> How's your week been, Joe? Uh, you Wait, know. no, I still want to know why Caillou's parents deserve to be hung. Oh, okay. Well, you hanged. saw how Caillou turned out, right? <laughs> <laughs> Caillou's parents deserve to be hanged. hanged. No, they deserve uh, to be hanged. Yes, correct. Hanged. <laughs> Not, Not hung. hung. <laughs> Maybe hanged. if Caillou's dad wasn't so hung. <laughs> he wouldn't have Caillou. Talking about his penis. <laughs> Are you sure? No. Oh, okay. Oh, just... Like I want to make I, kids programming is full of either bitches or idiots, all the time. And they're all yelling. Give yeah. me three all examples. Peppa Pig is a bitch. Little Bill is an idiot. Well, that's just because Big Bill's a rapist. <laughs> and Bob the Builder can suck my sack. Oh, which version of Bob the Builder? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, my son is watching. I was gonna say my son was watching Daniel Tiger. Mm. And I have a really hard time giving that show a hard time. Is that show about kung fu? No, that show. <laughs> it's the legacy of that, Mr. Rogers. That show is. It takes place in the land of make believe, where Mr. Rogers used to do the puppets. Right. Yeah, you feel fucking stupid now. But now, that show sounds but awesome. Now he doesn't does it? kung fu. No. <laughs> Can oh, he? That though? would be he awesome. Should. He like, should. I want to watch that show. Yeah. They could do the episode. Daniel Tiger <laughs> takes kung fu lessons. Sure. Yeah. Sure. 
beats the shit out of Oh the Owl for some reason. Yeah, just because he's there. <laughs> <you know. laughs> uh, oh. and, and the trolley would be there. The trolley's there, yeah. And that's what you can ask the trolley question in the land of make believe. And yet Mr. McFeely's still there too. Yeah. What but he's a puppet. Right. Name. But he's a puppet, yeah. Mr. McFeely yeah. and his neighbor, Mr. McTouchy. <laughs> <laughs> be nice. Fred Rogers is was that, a treasure. Yes, is that like was. is that like Uncle Touchy's naked puzzle basement? Yeah. Fred Rogers was a treasure, and I he was. will not stand for this and before, slander. And before you start, no, he wasn't a Marine. No, he didn't have tattoos. That was Bob no, Ross. he didn't. Bob do, Ross was. Do you know the yeah. story about Bob Ross? Though is that the reason that Bob Ross had the perm? Saved because him it, money. It was easy to take care of, and it saved mm. him money. That's the he only reason it. he, 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 he ate it. It's very on brand. He could also yeah. use it as Isn't a brush. Isn't it 100? <laughs> percent it, it it conforms completely. Yes. Well, to it was because he needed the money for the program and everything. Yeah, and but he could he also, also use it as a brush. He could a use treasure. It as a sponge brush. <laughs> He's also a treasure. But he was a very. I don't think that went through your recording dealio. It did. It's you okay. gotta trust technology. I'm just saying, nothing ever goes wrong when you trust technology. It just doesn't. It's too quiet. It doesn't show up. <laughs> here, <laughs> so here, 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 here. Hold on. If this makes you feel better, that's really low. Remember that time Gonzo said set levels and everyone laughed at him like he was a jackass. I did set the levels. Well, this is in the show now. Yeah. This is in the show. This yeah. is a regular segment at this We're point. Not, we don't edit this show. <laughs> I know. That's part of the And fun. now everybody knows. <laughs> oh, believe me, if you've been listening long enough, you know I don't edit this fucking Take show. Take our survey. We're Tell getting, us about the levels. We're getting used to Tell the Tell us new about equipment. how much you love hearing about all the levels. My favorite section of the show. Joe Grouch is about the goddamn <laughs> levels being talked about again. Settle down, Joe. Oh, speaking of Joe, I noticed that you do not have a coaster. I didn't bring my coaster. You said that you were last week. Well. I listened to us, don't you? Um, you also didn't open that in the mic, you I didn't. fuckwick. No, you didn't. I did, but I Joe did was not. busy screaming about levels. There you go. Somebody did it. Jesus Christ. Jordan wins by default. Heck yeah. I saw Gonzo's was already open. I, I just opened it while you were screaming about levels. Well, I couldn't hear it because I was screaming about goddamn levels. You know, if we had set the levels, you would have heard it. Welcome to Couch Crouches. This is Jim. I'm, I'm not Joe. doing this again. <laughs> you don't get to cut the last six minutes out of this. Oh, first of all, incorrect, but I'm not going to. Um, no, this is good. not if I keep referencing it. You're not wrong. Uh, no, that's bullshit too, because we've we've cut stuff and gone back and referenced stuff before. Gene Hackman. People, it's Gene Hackman. You fucking. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna pass out before we get on to anything. Yeah, else we're not even get to the so show hard. yet. Um, did we say that Jordan's here yet? Yes. Was yeah, that recorded? Or we was said that Jordan. The last we time? said yes. We said friend of the show Jordan from yep. table to stage. But my levels are really low, so no one's gonna hear. <laughs> no, me. yours look pretty good. Yours look pretty good. I just there. don't want to leave the level conversation. <laughs> I just, you know, Jordan's a fan of it. <laughs> I you know hate what, Joe? You all. He's listened to far more episodes than you, so I'm gonna take his opinion. I hate you all very much. I've also heard more more episodes than. Let's hear of from the, the levels. Levels. Ron what Pearl do you have to say? Thanks, Levels. You're really loud there, Joe. I can see your you know, voice. There's a baby sleeping upstairs. Not anymore. <laughs> Later. So, Joe, if uh, people want to... Uh, no, I'm not doing this. No, we I'm not doing this, this already. Oh, oh, it's the end of the episode already. Let's go. 
All right, let's wrap this up. Well, let's they said they up. didn't care what length it was. Yeah, they as, just long, as long as we kept fun. it compelling. So there we go. Has this been compelling? Has the level talk been compelling <laughs> to you? To some people. Write us in. I'm sure that... <sighs> let's go I'm, to the phones. I'm sure that your friend of the show, Josh, loves this talk. <laughs> he, I'm sure that your friend of the show, Josh, hates this talk. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. I have no so, idea. Um, Joe, yeah. how was your week? I was fine. I did some house sitting. We're we doing this again. And then, we never got uh, to it in the first place. I went to go see uh, Tim Burton's Dumbo. Yeah, and and it wasn't dum, very dum, good. Dum 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 dum. It was like the only similarity between Tim Burton's Dumbo and the original Dumbo is there was an elephant and it did fly. Oh, it's like the only similarity between Tim Burton's Batman and Batman is there's a man who believes but he's a bat. There were a lot of similarities between Tim Burton's Dumbo and all of Tim Burton's other things, like absentee father figure who is an asshole to his kids. And How does that figure into Dumbo? Last time I checked, Dumbo's dad was never a topic of conversation. Because Dumbo's not the main character this time around. This time, there are two kids that train Dumbo. Then this should be and called shitty-ass child... Colin Farrell is their dad, and he comes back from the war with one arm, and they removed his act from the circus because Danny DeVito had to sell all the horses. Wait, Danny DeVito's there? Danny DeVito runs the circus, and then Michael Keaton shows up, so you got your your Batman and the Penguin. penguin. Is Michelle Pfeiffer in it at all? Wait, what about Helena? Thank you. Is Helena Bonham Carter? No, his new muse, Eva Green, is in it. Ah. Who is uh, creepy looking, by the way. She is creepy looking. I mean, she was very cute in Casino Royale, but I mean, she was, she's... Did you see that 300 sequel? Yeah. That was good. I, I don't think that I did, no. Did you see the... You can just go on the internet and find the best scenes, and it's the ones where she gets railed real hard. It's true. Uh. <laughs> Shut <laughs> you up. <laughs> we don't use the term railed on the show enough. Oh, that... No. Oh, okay. You slay that pussy. <laughs> That, I referenced that last week, too. Like a Listen. mighty dragon. Ladies, if you're uh, interested in hearing more about slaying... Gonzo's the, single. Uh, <laughs> Joe, how can they get in touch with us? Well, they can email us in, couchgrouches at gmail.com. What am I they doing? tweet at us, at couchgrouches. They can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash couchgrouches. They can find us on Instagram, at couchgrouches. And if you ladies want it, I'll post a picture of single Gonzo, and you can see the man who like. A mighty dragon slayer will come. Listen, I'm just saying. Slay the pussy. I'm just saying. Don't judge me on the looks. I just got a raise at work. I got that money. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Everything's fine. I'm not wallowing in endless sadness. Who told you that I was? There. God? <laughs> I have to <laughs> update my virus protection, it seems. <laughs> well, that cut that short. How is everybody anyway. else's week? Gonzo, week, go. Uh, what What is a week? I have no anything You finished ever. hair? I did. You know what finishing hair meant? I talked about it before. It means that Thursday is still my only free day. <laughs> this is true. Nothing changes. Except I get to wear clanky-ass armor. Instead of hippie clothes. Yeah. And a wig. And swing a sword. Which is cooler. I guess that's pretty fun. It's cooler, at the very least. Speaking of swinging a sword, I uh, attended the uh, first game of the season at Fantasy Quest. I thought we were going back to slaying the pussy. (laughs) Oh, I think we've said all we need to on that subject. Pork sword can be (laughs) penis. 
I always liked um, love bit. Pork sword's <laughs> a good one. Um, bacon torpedo is a good one. Um, Mushroom cap on top of two beanbag chairs. <laughs> I mean, bologna pony's a classic. Um, I haven't heard that in thirty years. Wow. Heard. Did I say the Pringles one last week? What Which did one? I say last week? As my non sequitur, uh, that both physical sexes can fuck a Pringles can, but neither can do it well. Yeah. Yeah, you d- you did do that one. All right, yeah. good. There's then there's I need some, to make sure I take it off of the list of things. There's some good ones <clears throat> for men. So I've got a good uh, list of things. For women, I feel like there's really there's a lack. No, like, I, might, I don't think like I said clown's it last pocket week. is really good, but wizard's sleeve, <laughs> <laughs> axe wound, the vag, <laughs> notorious V A G. All right, well, I'm taking that off my list. I don't think I said it last week. Anything else you want to talk list. about your week, Jim? Fantasy not, Quest? I had a really good time at Fantasy Quest. Oh, hi, Jamie. I went... How long have you been there? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Con, there's nothing that you just said about, you know, the, the notorious <laughs> VAG or anything that she hasn't heard out of you before. Uh, no, I, I, had a, I, had a, I, went, I actually went to the game kind of sick, and mm. I came home... More sick? More sick. That makes um, sense. And I am now finally starting to get better. So, um, Jordan, how was your week? Well, there were several days in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Most of them filled with uh, child illness of one kind or another. So hopefully everybody will be recovered before too long. Have you worried about levels today, Jordan? <laughs> Actually, more than you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did have a day, yeah, didn't you? I had you? a day. You had a fucking day. You want that story on the air? No, no. The question is, <laughs> do you want that story on the air? So I... I had a really exciting podcast guest today and I got all my stuff together and I got there, I put it all together, I hit the record button. And it was his mobile rig. It was my mobile rig. And I looked her in the face and I said, let's test the mics. And nothing happened with the microphones. (laughs) Every (laughs) piece on every piece of equipment I had failed. (laughs) Everything. The mics didn't work. The recorder didn't work. It was just a nightmare. And uh, I like how you attributed yeah. something to us, though. Like you were like, Ooh. you're like, yeah, because I listen to a podcast <laughs> to see whether or not you're actually recording. Another person's podcast reminded me yeah. that I need to do that. Yeah, so. fifteen minutes. I'm helping. Fifteen minutes in. Fifteen minutes into the conversation, the recorder just decided mm-hmm. it didn't want to record anymore. And uh, yeah, Dude, the, boom the boom mics mic. fix nothing. I got the boom mic, so I wouldn't fucking do that your, anymore. It's because you got your arm down. You gotta, you gotta put your. All right, let's see if this is gonna be good radio or not. It's like a ghost. Good. Like that a ghost. He's a Foley artist. Yeah, that wasn't too bad. That wasn't too bad. Spooky ghost. Spooky ghost. Fräulein ghost. Janine doesn't listen to this. Did we establish that last week? It's the ghost. I, I, I eat I that cat poop. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? I'm, I'm hoping that was a reference to something I don't recognize. I'm dying. You've killed me. <laughs> You've killed me. So believe it or not, good. We do have a, a format for a show today. We do. But first, we had to get through the intro. Hold on, that's I, a 15 minute intro. That's our industry standard intro nonsense. But first, the news. Ba ba da ba da. I don't hate it with the reverb. Why don't you just record it? Because it's more fun to do it live. But then we could make remixes every week. Well, I mean, in theory, I do. By record which I it. mean, you could make remixes every week. I don't have time for that shit. And I do. 
where's I'm my... the protagonist of my story, Jim. <laughs> Let me pull up my news. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go first. Why am I gonna go first? Because ours, uh, my story, may take the longest to talk about. Because mine's not a story. Mine's and... mine's just hey. Did y'all see that dope-ass Star Wars trailer a couple days ago? Egg creams have neither egg nor cream in them. The Star Wars trailer, what do we think? I liked it a lot. It yeah. raised it raised a lot of questions, and I'm excited by every question it raised. Uh, it looked amazing. How have come you... Death Star there? Because a piece of it fell? Because maybe... There were no pieces. That, that shit dish explode. definitely just fractured into tiny little bits. That shit explodes. I've seen the movie. Yeah, but you know what, though? In, the, in, in, in Return of the Jedi, it was kind of an unimpressive explosion. It had a ring <laughs> so that they could copy Star Trek. Like, I mean, you, just need, a, you need a shockwave. You yeah. have to have one. Star you Trek. don't have to, but... You know what? They didn't to begin with. You know what? Until um, Star Trek and they re-released. Why, why, is, why there be Death Star? Because it's cool. Because it's fucking cool. It looks cool and it's cool. That's why. No other reason. And you want to know what? There's no reason why there shouldn't be a Death Star. Why there should the Death Star piece shouldn't be there. But, I, but I, how did it get there? It what fell. planet's that? I hope it's like the ruined ridiculousness that was Endor. I hope they're just like, oh. that, that it's just like wiped out, desolate Endor. And like what happened was there was- A bunch of little Ewoks, well, skeletons no, the, the everywhere. The problem with that is that it was in orbit around the gas giant of Endor. So when it explodes, yeah, something's going to No, actually, no, it wasn't. It was It was- in, in orbit around the forest moon of Endor. Uh, which is itself in orbit around the gas the giant. The gas giant Endor, right. But I'm just saying that it makes more sense for it to be Yavin 4 or one of the other moons of Yavin because that one wasn't in orbit. It was moving. I just think it would be cool if, you know, it's like, oh, well, it's an ocean. It can't be Endor. No, there could have been such like a horrible catastrophe that like the water levels Did you rose. Read that? Did you ever yeah. read that? On, yeah. What was it? The Force.net, I think. Yep, that's where I first read it. It was the whole, uh, the cataclysmic event to the forest moon of Endor that would have been the detonation of a hypermatter reactor that mm. close to it. It's really long-winded and um, not interesting radio. I disagree. It's fucking, it's cool as shit. Um, well, it's a good thing we're not on the radio. I know. I, I thought it looked really neat. That's about I'm just saying. So here we go. I mean, obviously, they don't <laughs> so, care about orbital mechanics in so, Star Wars because it makes for bad movie. But like, when you got a space station parked around a thing during construction, leaving it in a stable orbit makes sense to me. So there was a um, there was a scientist. I'm going to just fucking talk about it. There was there was a planetary scientist from Purdue who just effectively said the Ewoks are dead, all of them. Uh, he says the destruction of the Empire's uh, Death Star and Return of the Jedi would have wreaked fiery cataclysmic death upon Endor's cuddly inhabitants. Yep, yep. So the calculations published by Tech Insider detail how the explosion of such a large, large mass in such close proximity to the forest moon would see the fragmented Death Star remains hurtled directly downwards onto the f furry rebels, annihilating them and leaving a 700 kilometer diameter crater. These are his actual actual words. The aftermath of the impact would ha would be to uh, the aftermath of this impact would be to obliterate everything on the surface. No Ewok could withstand an impact of that magnitude. 
it is likely that the atmosphere would be so heated up by the re-entry of the ejecta thrown out by the excavation of this monstrous crater that every body of water on the entire world would be flash heated to steam and every forest would ignite into a global firestorm. They glassed it. Yeah. But why would the Death Star shrapnel land on Endor and not just vaporize or float away into space? The answer, says the scientist, is to do with the size and mass of the Death Star, plus the nature of the explosion that destroys it. Basing his calculations on the holographic representation of Endor and the Death Star in the film's brief Joe looks briefing like he scene. wants to go back to talking about levels right about now. I just, this is all like so such you're scientific talking about talk leveling a planet. That, that when my article comes up after this, it's going to seem... Well, you'll see when I read it, but it's very different. The Endor Holocaust is what they call it. So, Look, I helped turn your uh, Star Wars trailer was cool into a segment. So what do we think? So you enjoyed the trailer. You yes. enjoyed, Did you I see the trailer? It, yeah. yeah, I saw the What'd trailer. What did you think? I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know what? So Palpatine, Force Ghost or Reincarnated? Um, what are you thinking? What do I think? And we're gonna have a we're gonna have a reaction we're gonna have a, a production show a prediction show at some point but this is yeah. a good question. What do I think? I think he's been behind the whole thing the whole time, including Snoke. I think he's been behind the whole thing at the whole time. But as a Force ghost or a resurrected clone, I think I don't know. Well, I don't know if we're gonna go Dark Empire on that. What if he? I can't believe I'm gonna say this seriously. What if he ma ma manipulated the midichlorians to create life <laughs> and inhabits that body? Then I no longer care about Star Wars. See, I had... My thinking is, how cool would it fucking look? Because we've seen Jedi Force ghosts, and they're like these nice, pleasant blue. Mm. And I'm thinking, like, Sith Force ghost is just comprised of pure lightning energy. Remember that But it has to be, re has to be red, yeah. lightning, red lightning. Red lightning. Yeah. Just like badass. Remember that time Hayden Christensen was a Force ghost? Yeah. Yeah, but he, he was nice, Anakin. So, you know, maybe they're going to do what I always Mark said they should have done. There's too many of them. What's we going to do? I had that fucking kid. <laughs> it's, he, he was the first to die. Um, I think what they're going to do is they're going to do what I said they should have done in, in Revenge of the Sith. So I'm of the belief that the Emperor and Yoda should never have picked up lightsabers. You should have never seen them use lightsabers. You had this battle with the two oh, with the two masters and then the two knights Yeah, it's a wizard fighting. fight. Wizard. So you should have had a wizard fight right. and you should have had a knight fight. Well, I think you're going to have Rey and Kylo Ren fucking having their their sword fight while even if it's two if it's two force ghosts, Luke Skywalker and Palpatine yeah. having a force ghost wizard if battle. Luke is involved in that. It had better be a force ghost mm -hmm. because I've made my peace with the death and so how they told my the story. single biggest fear. And it's my only fear about this film. Like, did I want him to die? Do I want him to still be an active living character? Yeah, but I made my peace with it. Yeah. So if you bring him, he's right. Back, my biggest single biggest fear is that they're gonna bring him back because of because somebody told somebody that fans were mad that Luke Skywalker died well, so when it when it was like a bunch of just no fans angry are mad, neckbeards. But, but fans are but mad it was, about a casino. It was actually planet. it was actually Luke was astral projecting onto the planet that he was training Rayon, and he was actually at Tashi Station the whole time. 
needed those power he needed converters. He needed to pick up some power converters. <laughs> he finally got them. We got resolution. <laughs> Wait, you know what, though? Taking that but sip you know of what, the though? green milk, he's like, what, I should really go home, get some blue milk. <gasps> my power converters. Maybe he's forced to I've had them on hold this whole time. <laughs> no, my fear is that he's going to just, like, wake up somewhere else. Like, his bot, like his his matter transported Jim, somewhere in between the two. Jim, what if he used the midichlorians to manipulate <laughs> life and create a Can new Can I read body? my article now? I'm really excited <laughs> about it. So Star Wars. Go ahead. Joseph. Okay, so in two days. We're good today. It's right? April 20th. This is good? Are we doing good? Two, two days is 420, yes. Two days is 420. Carl's Jr. is celebrating by debuting the first ever cannabis-infused burger, and it will cost you $4.20. Exclusive to Denver, Colorado. What is the name of the burger? Rocky Mountain High Cheeseburger Delight. Of course it is. So lazy. It really is. It will be topped with a CBD-infused Santa Fe sauce and sold only at one location in Denver for a single day. That location is going to be mobbed. But and I'll tell on you the what, bright side, there's going to be a mob, and it's going to be a bad day. No, no, no mob. Stoners aren't it's gonna that be, violent. It's but it'll gonna be all be... the ones that aren't stoned, that didn't get their stoner burger. They're smoking in line <laughs> no, anyway. You know, it's Woodstock to Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> you know, you know it's going to happen. Carl's Jr. edition. You know what's going to happen. Like three or four of those, the guys working there Szechuan are going to steal are going to steal the 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 the, the vacuum sealed poly bags of the sauce, yeah. <laughs> and they're going to take it home, and they're just going to like just fucking put it on their nachos and shit like that. I'm telling you. I read that today, and I was so excited. Not because like I'm a fan of edibles or weed in general, but just like the idea of Dude, on 420, you there's could a get CBD burger. edibles here. You can, like, but that, I'm. You this could is make your own CBD four dollar and twenty sauce. cent burger full of weed on 420. Doesn't sound like it was full of weed though. It sounds like the sauce has CBD. It's exciting. Don't take this away from him. Just say don't. You could do that here, man. Science is a miracle. Don't take it away from him. Carl's Jr. and science teamed up to make the next Christ child. <laughs> <laughs> you still think that the unbaptized baby is the only one who's gonna burn? <laughs> so, um, Jordan, do you have a story? Well, I found this uh, object from outside our solar system. Apparently, hit Earth five years ago. Which is kind of interesting. Uh, apparently, something uh, an interstellar visitor ha- hit about uh, 2014, and uh, it landed in Papua New Guinea. Apparently, traveling toward Earth at 37 miles per second. 37 <laughs> in a in row. A row? <laughs> uh, speed so high it suggests it originated outside the solar system. Must have been tiny. Uh, possible origin from the deep interior of a planetary system or a star in the thick disk of the Milky Way galaxy. What if it was that fossil you talked about last week? Oh. No, it was the arachnids throwing their spore from Clendathu. Only good bug is a dead bug. We can ill afford <laughs> another Clendathu. <laughs> Would you like to know more? <laughs> So I just I found that pretty fascinating. It is yeah. Yeah. Starship Troopers. The Look, e- I did one evidence too. Of, <laughs> evidence of other activity. That's that's great. Gonzo. <sighs> oh yeah, Joe sent me this one because I don't do my homework. Never have. That's why I dropped out of three schools. 
<laughs> good, good dead air. Oh, it's my favorite. Oh, right. Let's see here. Um, I'll edit it out later. No, no, no you I won't. won't. No, I won't. <laughs> because if you start editing that out, you'll just go back to all of the bullshit. And then our references won't make sense. It's true. <laughs> all right, continue. Newly discovered ancient carnivore was bigger than a polar bear and is true nightmare fuel. Uh, new research describes the remains of a gigantic four-legged mammalian carnival, carnivore. <laughs> four-legged mammalian carnival. <laughs> That's something to see. That is nightmare fuel. Uh, carnivore that terrorized Africa some 22 million years ago. The name of this formidable creature is... I'm not going to pronounce that. Because it's... Let me see if Sim- I can do it. Simba, no, I'll do it. Shut up. <laughs> Simba Kubwa Kuto Africa, Kuto Kafrika, which translated from Swahili means which, big lion coming from Africa. So this gonna, thing's a. Here it comes. I was going to ask if it translated to Chadwick Bogwandi. At least you didn't click this time. <laughs> At least you didn't click. That was, that was your cue to turn on the metronome. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's. That's really racist, Joe. I mean, it would have been almost as bad if you said that, and then I went, you know. That's fucked up. (laughs) I'm uncomfortable with this story now. Uh, Larger than a polar bear, head as big as a rhino's, uh, spends time as an apex predator, which, yeah. But a really, Mm -hmm. really small nose. Normal lion size nose for the scale of its head, I would figure. Read the fucking article. Why have you? Do you know about its nose? What do <laughs> no. you know that I don't? I'm reading it for the first time right now. <laughs> he was there. He saw it. He went back in time and fought it. So oh, I thought this bring the I thought this home. was going to be an old joke, to which I was going to say, "I'm not the oldest one at the table today." Yeah, I was I was getting the f bomb ready for that one. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Jordan. I, I don't know. There's 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 not a whole lot here. It's they. Though they occupied meat-eating roles in the ecosystem, they weren't closely related to modern carnivores. It's a lot of science bitch stuff. (laughs) Stupid science bitch. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, apparently it's a gigantic sort of... It doesn't really look like a lion. It looks more like a chubby rat with lion teeth. Oh. Well, that's terrifying. That is nightmare fuel. Um, Yeah. Like, it doesn't have the... It's got more of a canine-looking head than a a big cat Larger than a polar bear with lion teeth? Yeah. That's fucking terrifying. I would name him Templeton. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. Only if he talked like Paul Lynn, though, and sang like <laughs> Paul Lynn. Borgesborg, Borgesborg. Yes, your news? news time. My news. I'm um, done with mine. I mean, there were, there were <laughs> stupid science bitches. My news isn't much news. I just got to say. No um, news is good news. The Mandalorian's going to kick ass. Mm-hmm. Um, Watch the, uh, the panel on that. Um, John Favreau is the, um, the kind of the showrunner on that. Um, the cast includes, uh, some guy who I don't know who he is. Pedro Pascal. I don't watch Game of Thrones. He was, he, yeah. he played, uh, he was Oberyn Martell. Yeah. Okay. So that really guy, fucking he's, good. he's a good actor. He um, was also in The Great Wall. With Matt Damon. Oh, that was a terrible With movie. With who? Matt Damon. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it also it also has Gina Carano, who I know not only as an MMA fighter, but um, she was in um, Deadpool. Oh, she was the... Yes. Uh, the uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah she was good landing. in that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Superhero landing. And most importantly, the head of the Bounty Hunters Guild is played by Carl Weathers. That's right. I said the master of disaster, the sultan of SWAT, the count of Monte Fisto, Apollo Creed. That's right. You still got some meat on that bone. <laughs> Throw that on pop, make get a stool going. It's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. Um, yeah, every Car- movie needs Carl Weathers. Uh, yeah, listen, Carl Weathers makes movies better. I mean, you know, fucking. Well, it's talking about the the Star Wars trailer. When I saw Billy D laughing in that fucking pilot seat, man, that gave me some good feelings. Yeah, that was that was a good moment in that. You trailer. know what was. I, you know what I like about it was a f- about was the new Star Wars moments. movies compared to the EU. Yeah, Chewbacca not dead. Yep. Um, I also like the fact that much like the Marvel trailers. I got a feeling that half that footage isn't going to be in that fucking movie. You mean like the, I already forgot his name, the evil BB-8? He was in that movie for like two minutes. Um, Two minutes? What the fuck are you on about? Did you see a different version of that movie than I did? Because yeah. he rolled past and gave one nasty look that implied there was a lot more to do with him. Well, you want to see... Then he went see, away. You got to see the, the Ryan Johnson cut. That's like, it's four hours long and three of those hours... Our BB ninety. Speaking <laughs> of movies that are like eight hour, have like eight hour cuts. How far along are you coming in Dune? It's coming along. The book. It's getting there. Yeah, it's a good book. It's a very good book. Ooh, I, I just I just downloaded the audio book for yeah. Dune myself. Who, who's reading it? Is anybody uh, is anybody I can, significant? I can look if look it like. up. Because I, I never I thought about started listening. A fucking, Jim Belushi. Actually. A fucking audio book of Dune. <laughs> Weird uh, twist. No, it's right? Jim Belushi <laughs> reading it. Uh, Ron Perlman. I can't get to it. Dude, Ron Perlman, um, I, I would read that book. I wonder if it's the person that my next guy cast is about. Ah, it's got a cast of readers. Made. Oh, is it like a uh, is it like a radio play? Yeah, or is it, it looks just... like looks like an audio drama production. Oh, okay. That, I might have to check that out. Maybe it features the person that my next article is about. Who's Ron that? Perlman? Well, you can't see him because it's John Cena. And he's probably going to be joining James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Um you know that I'm the cream of the crop. Nope. It's the only wrestling one I have right now. John Cena is in talks to join the movie right now, um, and he is possibly going to be playing um, the role that Dave Batista was going to be up for playing, which was the Peacemaker. Um, but Batista's out because of scheduling conflicts. So now they're in talks. No, because he's Cena. yeah, because he's playing fucking he Raban in fucking Dune. Yeah. That's why. Um, but so, dude, that Dune cast that looks really is spectacular, and I love the filmmaker. Hey, did you ever see uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine? I haven't seen it yet. Movie's it's a goddamn so work of art. I've heard, good. I've heard it's visually stunning. It's so good. I mean, if if we had time, I mean, I got I got a new TV. <laughs> I got a new fifty five inch TV. We throw that motherfucker in right now and watch oh, that son bitch. And we'll also, be back right after this. I <laughs> like that this Suicide Squad movie is being described as a reboot. And yet it isn't. Even though they're bringing back some of the cast, they're bringing back Jai Courtney and Well, did Margot you hear Robbie. that? Did you hear that that now Idris Elba's not playing Will Smith's part anymore? Is he not? They no, they, 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 his, no, they gave him a different part. They gave yeah. him a different huh. part. Probably because Will Smith's like, oh, hell no. That's but, right. I made that joke. He said, I'm the genie now. I get to control this production with my blue face. Which is funny because it's completely just, just, the, just the, <laughs> the wrong studio comic-wise. <laughs> Um, so Suicide Squad. Um, just in general, I mean, I still haven't seen Aquaman yet. Constantine. Just in general, 
with fucking DC movies. Friend of the show, Josh Tanner, we all know, is a big DC apologist. Um, his friend of the show, Josh. Yeah, well, that's why I said his last yeah. name. Yeah. Just like, honestly, everyone's like, oh, the Joker trailer is fucking genius. Uh, I haven't I seen would, it yet. I, I haven't I really, seen it. People have asked me about the Joker trailer. The clown makeup bothers me. Here's, here's my thing. If you want to make a movie that's supposed to cast the Joker as this sympathetic character... You can take his backstory from the Killing Joke and make it into a bit longer of a movie and have him become the... Like, if that movie ended with him falling into the acid and popping up and not having the makeup on anymore and being the Joker... But why does he need to be sympathetic? Because apparently that's how they want to make the movie. But why? Why? Because... Because... So this is my one of my fears about why, as much as I want a Doctor Doom movie, because it's always going to come back to Doctor Doom, <laughs> as much as I want a Doctor Doom movie, um, part of me doesn't want a Doctor Doom movie because Marvel has made some of their best villains too sympathetic. He and like Doctor Doom, like eight people in his comic book debut. Yes, he did, and he just shot him. Like mm. he didn't even fuck around. He just yeah. shot him. No, he did some with the uh, poison. Yeah, he killed a couple of the poison, but he just mostly just walked up to someone and just... Yeah. Um, and you know what? I, you know, of all the Joker deaths, of all the Joker murders in on film, at least, you know, the best one's still the pencil trick. Yeah. That's, oh, that, that yeah, was, was a great That's scene. the single most Joker murder in that entire fucking... Listen, in, I liked the characterization in that. I just hated the makeup choices. Although I do, I do love at the beginning when they're doing the heist and the other guy pulls the gun on him and he's like, "You're supposed to kill me, right?" And he's just, "No, I'm here, I'm here to kill the bus driver." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the yeah, guy yeah. just boom, yeah. bus hits him. That's fucking great. I don't know. I, I was really hesitant about the Joker movie until I saw that trailer. I'm on board for it net for now. It looks interesting, if nothing else. It looks like someone's taking a piece of pop culture and making like art house garbage out of it. Uh, no, really, I maybe. just. But Jim, you love art house garbage. Actually, no, I really don't like art house garbage. But of of the three of us, I probably watch the most art house garbage here. When I it, like ice pirates. When it comes to film, <laughs> when it comes to film, Joe is very much a ridiculous hipster. So, well, you know, I have the beard and the flannel, and the flannel, I have the flannel. and the bi- and the bisexuality. <laughs> yeah. You know, because that's a, that's a millennial thing, right? Yeah, everybody fucks everybody. You know, no, no, no. Polyamorous pansexual is the new hipster thing. Oh, okay. That's Gen Z. Yeah, it's Gen Z. That's not. That's not. That's not millennials. <laughs> does that mean that almost not, avoided the mic with? That. Does that mean they're not only Are you fucking? Allergic to that? Does it mean that they're not only fucking everybody, but they're fucking everybody all at once? Yes. Cool. Gen Z is fucking everybody all the time. Yeah. Which makes no sense because Gen Z's Pluto isn't in Scorpio anymore. That's why millennials are eating ass. All of our Plutos <laughs> are in Scorpio. Listen, which apparently means that you're eating ass. So I, maybe maybe they're eating ass because ass tastes good. You ever think about that? I don't know, Joe. How much ass have you tasted? I've tasted a lot of ass. Fair enough. And you know what? It's not that bad. Just make sure it's clean. Fair enough. <laughs> Sterilize. The more you know. <laughs> So right. on that note, yeah, where's the schoolhouse <laughs> rock episode? Yeah, really. <laughs> eat some ass, <laughs> some ass. Eat, eat some ass. Make sure it's clean. Some ass. Eat, eat the ass. Lick the rim when you eat the ass. Tickle the balls if it's a dude. 
Lick that shitter like an apple fritter. Yeah. That works so well with that jittery animation. I want to, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, you know, it's the, the old saying, I want to taste her from cla- crack to clit. It's, you know. You never go ass to mouth. I, I, I've literally all, never heard that saying These were all stitched into before. pillows at my grandparents' house yeah. when I was a kid. Oh. For couch crouches. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh. Wow, you know, you know the funny thing is, um, people, we we've advertised what this episode is about, and I feel like we might <laughs> have a different. Dead. Well, we might have a different type of audience listening to the, the <laughs> show this week. Like there are, oh, well, they're going to talk about m- movies, uh, uh. musicals that should be movies. I'm a theater person. I don't listen to the Grouches that much because they're a little coarse. So I'm going to listen to. Right, right, right. This, but this show <laughs> no, will be good. No, it's, it's all John Waters movies. Meanwhile, meanwhile, stuff. eat that ass. Eat, eat oh, that ass. Oh, yeah. Pink Flamingo is the musical. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ooh, mow, mow. Papa, you know, ooh, mow, mow, mow. With, with my luck, I'd be cast <laughs> as the guy who fucks a chicken. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that movie. I'll get to be the turkey baster guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thanks, killing. Please do not go rent for the flamingos. So yeah, (laughs) segues are for fucking children. Um, Today's show, uh, John Waters or Pete Townsend, who's just doing research. No, the worst one since we're talking about um, is it uh, what's it's what's the Tim Burton music again? No, the worst one is Jeffrey Jones. Speaking of Beetlejuice, yeah, the, the um, fucking the fucking dad in Beetlejuice, he's a fucking like he was a, a child porn mm-hmm. watching baby diddler, evidently. But I mean, he had that look. Uncle Touchy, naked puzzle base. Y'all remember when the biggest celebrity scandal was just um, Pee-wee Martha Jerkinoff? Stewart doing oh, some insider trading? Do you remember remember Pee Wee jerking off? Like I've, that was I've a driven, big deal. I've driven by that porn theater, but you know what? Pee-wee Herman oh, jerking off in a porn no, the theater. Martha Stewart, insider trading. At least none of them were touching the kids. I don't know, dude. When I was a kid, the big scandal I remember is OJ murdered his fucking wife. Yeah, that was a big deal. And don't kid yourself, boys if and girls. If the glove don't fit, you must acquit. He I'm didn't do it. I'm going to give you two... In- but if he did. <laughs> I'm going to give you two intra- incontrovertible truths. OJ murdered his wife, and Don King had Mike Tyson set up. Moving on. Courtney Love was in hole. And she arranged the murder of Kurt Cobain. Yeah, but mine's But we did that store. We we did that show already. (laughs) My fact about Courtney Love can be proven. It's true. So I got to see Beetlejuice the musical. (laughs) Yes, you did. And it's fucking incredible. I will say that. If you get a chance to go see it, I highly recommend it. Especially if you're a fan of that movie. Should I be bothered that we're 42 minutes in and only now getting to the meat of the show? That seems about normal. Okay. Should we delay it a little bit more? No, I think we're all okay. Right. We should check the, the levels, levels again. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jordan, my man. Circle gets the square. So you uh, you enjoyed it, though? It's so good. It's you did. very well written. Apparently, it was written by like a couple of Australian comedians. Um, and there were some problems in its original opening. It originally opened in D.C., and um, some people had some problems with the score and things like that. Whatever those problems were have completely been fixed because it is fucking phenomenal. So I'm curious what the problems were. Like That's, like that's yeah, because when I, when I first got the tickets to see it, um, I was talking to Rob, friend of the show, Rob. Yeah, which one? Um, 
Rob, not Robbie. Ah. Um, and he distinction. He was saying that um, he had heard mixed reviews in its original opening, um, and so part of me wanted to go in with a little trepidation, but I've also been waiting for Beetlejuice to be made a musical forever. So I was like, I'm going to fucking love this no matter what. And I walked into that fucking theater and all the lights were like green and purple and it was covered in fog. And the stage had the like off, like everything was, it was like off Dutch angle. Tilt, yeah. yeah. It was so, it was like, I was like, I already fucking love this. It doesn't even matter if the show sucks. And then the show was fucking awesome and made me fucking cry because they decided that they were going to put some feels right towards the end there. <laughs> Which theater is it at? It is at what the fuck did I just say? Oh, Winter Garden. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that the guy right making the Marvel to, Machine music? Right next to, I will say, Winter Garden is right next to the world's largest Applebee's. And they're very proud that it's the world's largest Applebee's. Yeah, I mean I just the type of people that go to the app first of all, the type of people that eat in Times Square. There's a club room in that Applebee's. Um I don't know. When I go <laughs> to tourist attractions like New York City. I look for the comfort of an Applebee's <laughs> or a Friday's or, or you know, do you know what one of the like busiest restaurants in Times Square is? Hey, is the Friday's... fucking Olive Garden. Oh, is Friday's so still doing the one dollar uh, Long Island iced teas? I think Did so. I miss that? We should go do that. So it's New York City. 15 blocks in either direction, you can get incredible ta- Italian food. And you're going to go and, I mean, at the very least, go to fucking Carmine's and like get like a, like, when I was huge overpriced bowls of food and fucking incredible Italian. When food. I was a college <laughs> freshman and broke and I went to New York, I took my girlfriend at the time to go see Phantom on Broadway because okay. it was like a dream of hers to see a Broadway show. And we got out and I had very little money. So you I went said, to the Olive Garden. No, I went. I refused to pay money at Olive Garden. <laughs> I will not give them. The so you only... tried to go to McDonald's and realize that a Big Mac is 12 for 13 no. fucking dollars? I thought we'll save some money. We'll go to TGI Fridays. And that was a fucking mistake. Yeah. Because that TGI Fridays is the most expensive restaurant in the fucking world. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead serious. Try getting like a $15 Big Mac at fucking McDonald's. Listen, yeah. I was drunk. I was drunk. <laughs> it was, I was drunk. I was mid, I was drunk and depressed. Depressed because I was in Midtown. Drunk because I was in Midtown. They also, at Beetlejuice, had a drink called the Beetlejuice, and it was bourbon, ginger ale, and apple pucker, and it was fucking I would drink I would that. Drink that. I, would drink, I would drink that. I would drink that. Phenomenal. I gotta say, you know, more and more of these theaters are... I want to like, see Hades Town. Like, so oh, I don't know what really I don't good. know what Hades Town is, but this show sounds metal as fuck. I've, I've heard some Hades music Town. from like when they were demoing it. Is it metal? No, no, it's not. That's too bad. No, but I'll, I'll play it for you later. I but still want to see King Kong on Broadway. I know you do. Although we were walking down and I saw the sign for it, and I thought it was a Cujo musical. Because I was looking at it from a distance, and it, the word king looked like Cujo. I, I have a movie to add to my list. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, I was supposed to prepare a list. I mean, they made I, Carrie. I, 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 wrote, I wrote a novella. Carrie is a really good musical. Uh-oh. He came prepared. You yeah. might not be able to release this episode either, Jim. Uh, I doubt he wrote too. a manifesto. Why do you think I don't do the homework movies. anymore? I have to scroll. <laughs> I, I don't have to well, We won't get through all of them. I'm going to make it up off the top of my head because when I prepare. It makes you feel any better? So am I. Of course, I know. Like, I've got this. Like, I've got the two best ones. Okay. So I've got I've Revenge got a of the list. Nerds, the musical. 
Oh, that couldn't be made today. Um, Blazing Saddles. Oh, that couldn't be made. That's today being either. made. That's I being don't made, yeah. think that it is. That's being made. Um, I would be surprised. So yes, today's subject is popular movies that we think being made for twenty years. should be made into musicals. They had to be popular. No. no. Okay. Good. Um, <laughs> and the reason, one of the reasons, say is because Joe just saw saw Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, and they've announced that, and it's it's been they've it's they've been going back and forth with this for years. That <laughs> Disney is actually making a Princess Bride musical. Mm-hmm. So do you know the original story behind the Princess Bride musical? So they were going to make it like twenty years ago, and William Goldman was going to write the book, mm-hmm. and I forget who was going to write the music. But William Goldman said, "I will only write this and release the rights to this if I get ninety-five percent of all writing credit." Ah, hey, okay. And well, they and 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 the he and, dead now. And the 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 music author or the the, the fucking the, the composer was like, "I'm not going to compose music <laughs> for this. Mm-hmm. Um, you go, go ahead. Why don't you write the music, William Goldman? Um, so now he's dead, and uh, like everything else, Disney owns the rights to it. So they're going to make it, and yeah. I think it's going to be fine. And I just want to play Vizzini in fucking community theater, because I just want to say, inconceivable! <laughs> I want to play the grandpa <laughs> who's reading the book. I want to see the prosthetics required to make an Andre the Giant believable <laughs> on stage. <laughs> I, I wanna... am the Grand Pirate Wobbuck. I want to play Miracle Max. <laughs> Come on, Joe, you can do better than that. I am the Grand Pilot Wobble. <laughs> Just running this, you know, you run this through a computer and you start having a good time. Um, Who would I be cast as in that? Not me. You could Mac. be Vizzini. You could be Vizzini. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. You could be Vizzini. I mean, everybody. The only wa- upsetting part of that is he's in it for such a short right. amount of time. Everybody wants to play fucking Indigo Montoya. Of course. Of course you do. Uh, I would want to be Wesley. Ooh, I could probably be Humperdinck. I was just saying, Humperdinck you would be a fun be a role. great Humperdinck. I, I think I've got the range for it. Yeah. Or, and, you know, and there's, you know, well, the six-fingered man. Six-fingered man. Since Humperdinck was the singing voice Ooh, of Jack Skellington, taking this back to more Tim Burton musicals, yeah. you know, I you think do, that I've got that range. You know what you do? You multi- I could be Humperdinck. You, know, you multicast certain parts. Because it's Broadway, so you've got mm-hmm. this one actor that plays a bunch of the bit parts. So you would play Vizzini, then you would play, um, you wouldn't play Humperdinck. That'd be a miracle. No, but Vizzini so would you'd probably be, be Vizzini, the priest, because there'd have to be a, a song about Mowage. Oh, right, right. Uh, you play Miracle Max and um, the Pit of Despair guy, and the Pit of Despair guy, <laughs> and the Pit of fucking Despair guy. Despair. There you go. There you go. And your last part that you'd play would be Miracle Max. Like that would be the last part that you'd play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or would it be Mowage? No, it'd be Mowage. It would be Mowage, yeah. yeah. All right, so that's being made that's, into that's musicals. So that yeah, one done. doesn't count. Um, yeah. but well, we, and that's because I was going through things today, and I looked up some of them to see, and um, there were some of them that I looked for. Like, Clue was already made into a already, musical. Yeah, um, Blues Brothers, but she can't afford the rights to that so music. So that's one of mine, and I'm going to tell you how it's going to work. And, and sure you can, a lot of that music's original. The majority of that music's original. Like when I, when I started looking at stuff, mm-hmm. I came across a few like some that I already knew. Obviously, like yeah. Big Fish is one of my favorite musicals. Big Fish a is a great, great show. Musical. But when that when that movie first came out, mm-hmm. I initially thought like, that'd be great on yeah. stage. Uh, Moulin Rouge is being being done now. Yeah. Good luck affording the rights works. to that music. And Dirty Rotten Did Scoundrels I get it right is already that time? musical. Yeah. Um, 
But those are like some of the ones that came to my head right. immediately. So I, I want to start with the Blues Brothers because I do Go think. The, and first of all, you can easily. You know what? With with jukebox musicals, the way that these jukebox musicals go out, you can easily get the rights. Dan for Aykroyd's that. kind of an insane man. Now. He didn't write the music. Paul Schaefer did. Paul Schaefer. Paul Schaefer wrote the original music for that show. So, um, no, no, the, the things you would have to like, it's like the Sam and Dave stuff. You have to, so here's, here's my vision. Have we all seen the Blues Brothers? Yes. 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 Okay. So it's not just the music from the movie. Hmm. So you would think that the, first of all, I'm going to say this. You'd think the big production number would be, you know, everybody. That would not be the big production number. Rubber Biscuit. It would be in <laughs> the, it would be bow, bow, bow. during, during <laughs> the last, you know, during that last performance and he would do Soul Man. That yeah, would be yeah. the production number. Oh, would yeah. be Soul Man because that would be dope. You could close Act One with Everybody Needs Somebody. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, no. You close Act One with Rawhide. Oh yeah. You close Act One with Rawhide. Where does Rubber Biscuit go? It doesn't. Bow, bow, bow. Um, and I also <laughs> think though that you can end the movie almost there because I was always like, oh, how do you do the ending? Because there's no fucking police chase. All you do is they escape. They get. They get to the assessor's office. They pay it. Then they, they come get into out an and actual police chase How on the street and, and, and outside they get the theater. And they get arrested. How do you do Carrie Fisher with a rocket launcher and the phone booth? Have you been to fucking Broadway lately? That's true. All right. <laughs> I can't say too much. Hashtag keep the secrets. But Harry Potter. You're going to get a shut down. Green fucking flame. That's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. So if, if you can do... Some of the shit that I've seen on Broadway I still lately. Got five months before my show date, so so I just fucking want... good. Hashtag keep the secret. I would want at that part there just to be like a rain of quarters come over the crowd. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think that to be a great musical. Because think yeah. about it, there are a lot of one-off songs in mm-hmm. that. You know, there's a lot of fun stuff. The band is hysterical. Rubber biscuit. So. That's that's the one I bow, that's, bow, bow. that's my first one. Jordan, you're the guest. What do you think? I love that song. Do you want my most outrageous one or the or yes. the simplest one first? Um <laughs> let's do your simplest one <laughs> first. Goonies. Yeah, Goonies would be a lot of fun. Goonies yeah. would be amazing. Goonies would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean there's so much potential there for for group numbers yeah. And, yeah. and all kinds of stuff. Absolutely. Great set pieces, great dude, costumes. Dude, the Fratellis would be dope. Like, yeah. doing like the, th- <laughs> with the, you know, Mama and the two guys. Yeah, yeah. Maybe hysterical. Sloth. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. And I'll do it, God damn it. Hold on. Roof. Roof. Baby. Roof. Rocky. Roof. Roof. No, Gonzo? that's not the same. Gonzo, do you have one, or do you want me to go? I don't know. <laughs> so my my number one, now that Beetlejuice is is already a musical, my number one, Young Frankenstein. <laughs> already did that one. Not a great musical. A lot of fun, but not. I want to be Igor. Yeah, not not a great musical. In that I same think I could vein, be Igor. In that same vein, my number one pick right now, and it's already a musical movie, is Top Secret. Yeah, that's that's I have no problem with it. And it's funny because mine fucking, is gonna be completely related to that. I fucking lo- have you seen Top Secret Gonzo? Nope. You'd love that movie. You would adore that fucking that. movie. It's Val Kilmer. It's very young Val Kilmer, and he plays a rock and roll star who gets sent to Nazi Germany. And 
becomes a part oh, of this so, like so spiring. he gets sent to Nazi Germany so I must love it huh no <laughs> sell down Jim Williams it's, so it's it's the most Mel Brooks movie that's not a not Mel a, Brooks movie and no it's a Zucker film yes and I my number one my number one what should be a musical is a Zucker film Zucker Brothers film can't it fuck should be, with the Zuck it neat Airplane needs to be a oh, goddamn musical. Yeah, that needs to be. It needs. Yeah. I want to see dancing Harry Krishnas. That would be amazing. I want to see. I want to see a, a Joker play the blow up. I want to see none. <laughs> I want to see nuns accidentally unplugging fucking <laughs> IVs from. Like, dude, that would be. I hysterical. just can't wait that for the great. for the old ladies song. <laughs> I speak. Jive. I speak jive. <laughs> I'm <laughs> starting to think you can't make that one a movie anymore, <laughs> musical anymore. You could. You could get away with it. Like, there's enough goodwill for that movie. You could get away with it. Can you describe the plane, sir? Sure, it's big, it's long, it's white, has a big red stripe down the side, looks like a giant Tylenol. The hospital, what is it? That's uh, a place with patients, but that's not important right now. <laughs> looks like I picked the wrong day to quit amphetamines. What can you make of this? Oh, I can make a brooch. I can make a pterodactyl. <laughs> well, the script's written. Like, yeah, you don't, I mean, you don't have to change the script. You don't have to change a damn thing, yeah. All right, who's next? Who's getting the 747 so on wait, the stage? Do you have anything, Godzilla? Have, any, have you Van Helsing? It can't be enough as a movie that it uh, might work as a musical. Van Helsing? That's yeah. Such a, that's such a terrible movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. But could be a fun oh. time in a musical. I'm trying to think, what, what's on that? That could what? be done with. Uh, I don't really have a reason for that. Just you could have some cool costume changes. The camp, yeah. camp level. If you really lean into it heavily, yeah, I really feel like that, that it. It would Dracula be, would, it would fit be a well lot, in a musical. It would be a lot like the Silence of the Lambs musical, where it would just be a parody of the original thing. Yeah, I think that which, should actually be pretty which fun. Which Silence the Musical is fucking incredible. Is it? I fucking is love really? that show. Right. Lord of the Rings. Would you fuck me? That's on I'd my list. Fuck me <laughs> That's already one. a musical. <laughs> they and made it's one. So fucking good. And Joe will tell that. you about it. It's a children's movie. <clears throat> it oh, is. That's not the same. It is like four hours long. It's and not a children's music. It's not a children's music. And half the songs are written in Quenyan. in Sindarin. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Um, not for the masses. No, <laughs> it's so fucking good though. And and Gollum's introduction—it's really not—is him fucking stuck to the wall of the theater, just like. Ah! And I was like, "This is fucking great." <laughs> it was Tom Bombadil in it? I, no, Tom I Bombadil can't find the um. I can't find the um the music anymore. I think it's on one of my old hard drives, but I've got about four or five songs that was never finished. But four or five songs. You know, Jim Steinman is. He's got like he wrote "Bat Out of Hell." Yes. Oh. Yeah. Um, he did a bat. He was starting a Batman musical. Yeah, hmm. in the land of the pigs, yep. the butcher is king. Even That's... I did not have Batman on my list. No. So what do you got? <laughs> I do have Birdman on my list, though. You know, I <laughs> own like Batman. You know, I, I own I own Birdman, but I've never watched it. You've I've never, never seen it? Birdman. See, it's an incredible. Dude, I still haven't. Piece. I still thing? haven't seen Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street all the way. The thing so. with oh, Birdman is, I thought about Birdman. <laughs> I feel like Birdman would be a better straight play. It, than yeah, musical. very possibly. And I feel like Birdman could very easily be made a straight play yeah. the way that they made that film. Yeah. What it's about so, it's that such movie a great Joe character liked, about the kid and it follows him and then he's a man. The kid uh, with... Uh, no, no, you know the one. You like Oh, it. no, the movie I hated. Motherhood. Boyhood. 
I fucking hated Boyhood. <laughs> boyhood was such a piece of shit. And oh, everybody that the was, one they, the, that's the one they filmed over twelve years. It'll be a twelve year long. Musical. And everybody was like, everybody was like, oh, <laughs> think of the money you could the, make. The kid grows up at the same time we were growing up, so you get to watch him do it. And I was like, I wasn't this big of a piece of shit when I was a kid. This kid fucking sucks. This kid is the kid that got fucking beat up. Well, you know what? Maybe it's the parents' fault, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> Caillou the musical, anyone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back again. Well Whose turn is it now? I probably minor gonzos. Um, someone that's not me say something so I can come up with more sounds to string so into I've words. Always said that this should be a play, but I was thinking about it the other day to be a musical because mm-hmm. you only really need one and a half sets. Mm-hmm. The entire thing takes place in one room. I might have this one also. You on my do list. the Breakfast Club. Oh no! I almost, I almost. But I also it. have something that would take. But place think about in maybe it. a couple. Sets. But think about it. It's effectively you do it. It's just all in the library. Mm-hmm. It's literally all of them just in a library, and you. I think you. I think. I think honestly, I'm. I've always been surprised that it wasn't adapted to a play because mm-hmm. John Hughes didn't want it to be. Are you keeping all the original mu- music or are you writing new stuff? Dude, there's some incredible music really in that is. show, and I think that you would. They would have to. Keep, keep at least a, some at least of it. You, you know, you yeah. keep the Simple Minds song. Right. Well, you yeah. keep the incredible Wang. The best song in that movie is the Wang Chung song, The Man Who Leads the Way, when they're fucking running through the halls. Mm. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the best song in that fucking show, in that movie. Um, yeah, they'd have to do some. Yeah. So yeah. I also have one that would be just a couple sets, but would mainly take place in one room, and it's Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Ah. Planet okay. of the Apes. Right. I have I have Pulp Fiction. Uh, Planet okay. is one of mine. I have Jackie Brown. Was the first thing wow, that came we're to just my head. Spitting out Tarantino, he's he uses music mm. in such yeah. amazing ways. AK forty seven, such yeah. amazing stories. Planet of the Apes, but like the only, I mean, you would have to keep if you did a Reservoir Dogs musical, you would have to keep stuck, stuck in the middle of the Apes. Yeah, yeah. But that's, you that, could, although there's there'd be nowhere to, there'd be no reason for anyone to sing that song, right? No, like it's literally played there to juxtapose this kind of yeah. happy, goofy song to juxtapose with the most fucked up shit that happens in that movie. Well, you have him. It's like it's like it's like American Psycho. Yeah. He's fucking killing him to Huey Lewis in yeah. the news, which could also be a fun musical. Yeah. By that way. musical was already on. made and it sucks cock. Uh, <laughs> oh, does it? The oh, music. Made, the I music is that, all trancy, weird electronic music. Oh, that's it such a waste. Sucks. That should all be Huey Lewis and eighties mm. yeah. era music. Be square. All right, what do you got, Jordan? Uh, well, let's see. Try get it. Weekend at Bernie's. Fucking So, here's the question: We get at Bernie's. Would the corpse ever sing? And here's how you have the corpse sing. Are you ready? Sure. When the corpse sings, everybody else freezes, and all the corpse sings about uh. is the weird positions he's in and how he's uncomfortable, <laughs> and how he just wishes these people would let him die. That could work. Gonzo, do you have one? That's such a great movie. Though. Yeah. Oh, what, is it time for me to turn my mic on again? <laughs> Why'd you turn it off? Because we're just skipping over fucking everything I have to okay, say. Okay, you literally said keep going until I can string thoughts into words. And All you had to every do- single break between each of y'all All you going had- back and forth, I said Planet of the Apes five times. Then you skipped right over me over to Jordan. So Planet of the Apes, huh? Yeah. Talk to me about it. And the Simpsons are all half the music. I know. <laughs> don't Please don't do that. <laughs> Too late. No, would you please? Um, I Joe. Uh, I have. So this is also already, you know, sort of a musical. They have a couple songs written. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. 
Yeah, you, uh, you get the Dracula, you get the Dracula song in there. Yeah, it's, I feel like they could either do that or they could just make the Dracula puppet musical. One of those two options. You know what? I, I gotta say, they've made a couple puppet musicals now. It, it's at this point, it would just everything would be compared to Avenue Q, which is too bad because that show's yeah. fun, but it's not the end. They'll be all musicals. Who's got, next? It, got anything else, Gonzo? No, not yet. You still, you still thinking about it? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> Keep thinking about it. Jordan? Uh, okay, so... I'm just pulling them out of my ass now. I'm done with my list, so I didn't know we were going this far. No, I I mean, I can go on for a while. Go but, for it. I've uh, got, yeah, I've still got a few left. Mall rats, I thought would be a fun way to spend a, a, a day in a theater. I thought of Clerks. Because <laughs> <laughs> Clerks happens in yeah. one fucking yes. room. Yep. I also thought about Clerks, but yeah. I, I didn't put it on my list. Um, can, I you think, can you think of the song, I'm Not Even Supposed to Be Here Today? <laughs> <laughs> Good opening number for the show. I mean, okay, no, you know what I see? You know, hold on, you know what I actually see? Mm. I can see this now. So you've got the scene outside you know, with Jay and Silent Bob. Mm-hmm. Singing Berserker. Okay, so work with me for a minute. No, work with me for a minute, because exactly what we're talking about. The guy starts singing Berserker, just standing there. Did he say making fuck? Um <laughs> And then the scene just kind of fades into this massive metal show where he's singing, like, really rocking out to Berserker. And he's like, well, there's, like, a band, like, guitar players because it's fuck you Yankee blue jeans. And then it goes away, and he's still and he's standing there again with Jay and Silent Bob sitting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah. But Mallrats? Who was Mallrats? Was you, you said Mallrats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it would just be an interesting way to, to mm. use Kevin Smith's material as a musical. Um there is no way they could do Dogma. No, Dogma would not work. Which is what I was thinking about. Why couldn't Why like, couldn't you do Dogma? I just don't, I feel I like there's so much to. It would be a very costly musical. I will say, it would be something that I you'd think spend would, all your money on a rubber poop monster. I know that would be the problem. <laughs> I think it would require the the most uh, plot changes mm. to fit into the, yeah. the musical format. Gonzo. Your thought on rubber poop monsters? I think it'd cost a lot less than you assume. <laughs> I tend to agree with you. It doesn't need any consistent form. You just literally slap like a silicone rubber onto a thing and let it drip. It'd create a decent enough form. You know what the scary thing is? He's just he's just freestyling this right now. Yeah. I mean, I could make it. <laughs> <laughs> you start with a morph suit and add on to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can make it. And I, I don't get paid to make these things. Mm-hmm. I can do it though. And then if we got you an airbrush thing, you could actually paint it brown. Yeah. Do you have another one that you're thinking of? Uh, I feel like I did, but then it went away. So, no. So, well, we talked earlier about how I have a, a love of film, and uh, one of these also already has music already written. Uh, Inside Lewin Davis. I don't even know what the it fuck would that essentially. That is. So it was a much less uh, advertised Coen Brothers movie about a folk singer um, whose partner, before the movie had started, had killed himself, and so he's trying to make it as a solo act. Um, and there's some. Oh, I totally have one. Continue. There's some very good. I mean, oh, this classic Oscar folk Isaacs? songs. Yes, it okay. was. It was his first big yeah. like leading role film. Um, and it is a phenomenal movie with some great music in it. So I could definitely, I could see it. It would, I feel like the story would have to change just a little bit where it would all take place. It would sort of be like once almost 
Okay. Um, but I think I mean I think it would be good, but that's just me. And you could bring Oscar Isaac back for it because that dude's got a great singing voice. In Bruges, the musical. That's that's the uh, what's his name? He was in Dumbo, right? That guy. Yeah, is Colin he Farrell. Yeah. It's Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. Yeah. It's about two hitmen. One gay beer for my gay friend. Yep. And one normal beer for me because I am normal. Yep. <laughs> Movie is spectacular. It's it. so funny. Um, they do really bad things to a little person in that movie. In fucking Bruges. <laughs> That'd be a fun movie. I, I fun musical. I, you could write some really kind of funny Brechtian type shit to that too. Yeah, did, did anybody here see the? I'm movie? sorry, Kurt Vile type stuff. See the movie Down with Love. You ever see? No. So you and McGregor, Renee Zellweger, yeah, vehicle, yeah, romantic comedy. I generally hate romantic comedies. <laughs> I love this movie. And I think it would make an outstanding musical. There's a couple of original songs in it already mm-hmm. that are great building blocks for what could be a great score. So I would love to see that one done. I need to engage Gonzo on this one because I was just thinking about this a minute ago. And I'm like, I don't think I could pitch this as well as Gonzo could. But Gonzo, bear with me. I'm dead serious when I say this. How would you do an Ice Pirates musical? Hmm. Because I feel like there's material there. Costumes from Pirates of Penzance. (laughs) That's step one. I feel like you would need a hydraulic stage, like Lion King or The Lord of the Rings, Mm. for some for some battle scenes. Yeah, maybe, but you would need. It could also be done pretty simplistically. You know, a lot of that sort of just generic sci-fi set mm. dressing. Would you start You'd with need a, dude a trash to... robot? I was going to say, you need trash you robot. You would need Turkey Man taking a shit. Yeah. That was my question. Yeah. Are you going to start with Turkey Man taking a shit? Yeah. And you would need that a 10-minute t- long sex scene. That would take more uh, prosthetics than the shit demon, <laughs> I think, honestly. <laughs> turkey Man taking a shit needs to look like a turkey man. What about the wall full of hands? Was that from that movie? I think it might have been. A wall full of hands? You remember that? There was a wall covered in hands. I do remember the... Um, I remember very little about the movie outside ha- of liking it. How about the conveyor belt with the thing with the little claw that... Oh, that uh, ch- Chops your balls him? off? Yeah. yeah. What you would need is you need Ron Perlman. <laughs> yeah, you, you definitely would need queer pirate Ron Perlman. I don't, I don't know that he would play the same role. But I think that you could make him be the old man. You you remember there was an old man? Yes. Right? And he was like, did he do they, anything? They what all, did he do? He That was... Uh, I forget what he did. He, he was like laying there in a coma. Oh, don't give that to Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Perlman needs a lead yeah. song. Well, he could be in a coma for the whole time and then just have one song yeah. and then go back into coma. <laughs> no, no. That's a waste of Mr. Perlman. How about... So I just want to say, evidently, and I, I need though to... he acts so well under so many prosthetics, he could perhaps be Turkey Man taking a shit. Good. I have to see if this is true or if this is bullshit because well, you do know that Tommy Wiseau wants other room to make a room yeah. musical. That would be awful. And that he, he wants Lin Manuel Miranda to write the music. <laughs> <laughs> that movie only works as an allegory for mental illness and nothing else. So if, have you listened to our, our, our episode where we reviewed The Room? No. Uh, so we watched it. It was a very good episode. It was a very early couch cry, a very early pre-reboot episode. Right. Um, and basically, we st- we watched the movie, and we start talking about it. Next thing you know, Joe is psychoanalyzing. No, it was Gonzo. No. Yeah. Gonzo started it. 
but and the, then he but, would bounce it off and yeah. you'd social work that shit. That's right. Yeah. And we decided that the, the craziest person in that movie is Lisa. Lisa. Yeah. She quite clearly Lisa. represents a borderline personality disorder. Uh, she's a fucking, she's like literally a, apart, she's a goddamn sociopath. Lisa. You're absolutely right, sir. Terrifying. And, uh, her mother, as well as, uh, I think Mark was also, they were both narcissistic personality mm. disorder. Tommy plays a uh, major depressive disorder. Yeah. Mm. Um, he's, he's bipolar. Because mm. he, because a little bit. Because yeah, you got re- to realize your ups, are, your ups are not always happy. Yeah, maybe. Oh, no, I assure you, your ups are not always no, happy. No, I'm saying maybe <laughs> on, on what his yeah. disorder is, but. Um, you were fairly spot on, though. Yeah, there, there was a lot going on in that. How about? And that's and, the only reason that movie was bearable. And you should listen uh, to that show in our archives on podbean.com. How about The Big Lebowski? I wanted to put that on my list, but it relies so much on specific performances, I think, to carry that that movie. That I don't know that you get that in a musical. Well, what's John Goodman doing these days? A lot of different things. I yeah, think. John Goodman's a busy guy. The man, he, he the man be works. on Broadway. Uh, Jeff, Jeff Bridges is a little busy too, so they could still deal with, yeah, deal but with you know, being the, on Broadway you know, for a little I bit. I think that reason not to do it is bullshit. There were there you were, always find <coughs> there's always someone that can do there, something. There were three movies that fit that category for me: Big Lebowski, Mrs. Doubtfire, and The Labyrinth. I feel like I you thought could do, that there were individual like, performances that just so carried them Labyrinth so much. is different. Because you could have someone sing like Bowie, but you're right. never gonna. I feel like you're not you could gonna do get Mrs. That, that charisma. I feel like you could do Mrs. Doubtfire with somebody who isn't Robin Williams. Oh, I don't know. As much as people Let's are see gonna how Will judge, Smith does yeah, as much as people are gonna judge Will Smith <laughs> for what he does in well, Aladdin. What's Steve Buscemi up to these days? He's still oh, pretty God, busy too. Know. Yeah, all these guys. Wait, pretty what is much he doing? I'm gonna look it. Up. I'm gonna look up what he's doing these days. Firefighting. Yeah, besides that. How about and I want to see what he's what he's Sorry. working on. The graduate. Oh shit, miracle workers. Ooh, isn't that thing with That's the, a good one. Isn't yeah, that that thing with uh, Harry Potter in it? Miracle workers? Which one? Oh, and St- is Steve Buscemi oh, yeah. God in that? Yeah, yeah. Steve Buscemi plays God and Daniel Radcliffe is an angel. So here's here's the thing though. Um with the graduate. I'd watch mm. that. Again, as my, and I love that movie and it's I love that movie. soundtrack because I'm a Simon and Garfunkel fan. There'd be no reason for a single Simon and Garfunkel song to be in that show, including Mrs. Robinson. Mm. Cause all of those shows are apropos of nothing having to do anything with that film. Right. But it's you could a good still fucking do it. movie. It's I a good story it. though. And you could, oh my God. you could write music. You could I mean, write by music the way, story. by the way, that has been adapted into a play. Has it? Oh yeah. Dude, Kathleen Turner played fucking uh, Mrs. Ooh, Robinson on, why doesn't on Broadway. Steve Buscemi play the Joker. I'd watch that. I'm looking at a picture of him if they did Escape from L.A. Dark Knight oh. Returns with Ron Perlman as Bruce Wayne and Steve Buscemi as the Joker. Just look, from from I'm Escape gonna go from stand L.A. In line look, now. look at him there. From Escape oh, from L.A. Geez, yeah, he's got. But who would he's play got Superman girl. in that? Hmm. Well, Superman still looks. Bruce yeah, Campbell. Still, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bruce yeah. Campbell. <laughs> oh. Anything else? What are you, I got. What are you working? I on, got Steve? two more on my list. All Both right. of these are animated films. Yep. Okay, I, I bet I, I'm, I'm wondering if one of them I have. One of them is already a musical, and it's The Prince of Egypt. The Prince that's, of Egypt. That's an excellent movie. Has phenomenal music. It really does. And I feel like it could sell 
because it's just the story of Moses. Right. But it also has these incredible songs in it. I don't think it has enough to be considered for a full Broadway musical, but they have enough written already where it's, it could be like Anastasia, where it's got to have 10, 12 fully realized songs in about, there. About, um, I would say about there. Yeah. Some of them are a little shorter. Some but of they the do, music yeah. really is excellent. But too. like when the plagues hit, that fucking song, so fucking uh, good. The, the, the tapestry song, mm-hmm. that, yeah. uh, I forget what it's called, but that's, yeah, there's really good music in it's there. It's a really, I don't know if, have you seen that, Jim? It's got a. Uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short do voices uh-huh. in that one. Oh, Prince um, of Egypt? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Steve Val Kilmer was fucking Moses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Steve Buscemi's in so many, like, one off episodes of so many things just as a voice actor mm-hmm. that I feel like he just kind of wanders around and people go, Oh my God, you're Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Will you do this thing? And he goes, Sure. I mean, Steve Buscemi's probably like one of the sweetest dudes ever. Yeah. He so, seems like a real good dude. I've got an idea for a film. Mm-hmm. And you got to do it right. And you got to bear with me. Actually, it's two films, but kind of the same idea. Either Die Hard, mm. you could do a musical of Die Hard, you could. or even better, Lethal Weapon. You got two. You, you've got two very dynamic male leads. One is a baritone tenor. One is a bass. I think we know who's who's singing what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you got to do the first one. Right. You got a crazy Busey role, and then you do like songs with the family. Mm-hmm. Although, do you have to do Lethal Weapon 2 so you get rid of Busey, but you can have Joe Pesci? But then you oh, and it's get... a South African one. Oh, yeah, you <laughs> but, do Lethal Weapon 2. But then you That's don't... Because then you can... With yeah. Lethal Weapon 2, you can have... But, but, but... You're black. But you can what just combine about? all of the Lethal Weapons. And you know weapons. what? What's, what's, what's Leo Getz? What's fucking uh, 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 Joe Pesci's uh, big production number? You never go through the drive-thru. They fuck you in the drive-thru. They fuck you in the drive-thru. What do you got, Gonzo? Spy Kids. Spy Kids 2 with Steve Buscemi. Which one has Ricardo Maltabon in it? Uh, he's in Spy Kids 2 and Spy Kids 3. But isn't Which Al- Spy Kids 3? Is Alan Cumming still in uh, Spy Kids 2? Alan Cumming has been in all of the Spy Kids, I'm Okay, sure. so you got a pretty good cast going But you here. also... He'll you totally do Spy still Kids do it. three because he and still you bring looks like back Sylvester Stallone. But he still looks yeah. like Spy Kids. <laughs> that is Spy Alan Kid, Cumming. you know. Yeah, he still looks the <laughs> same as he did in, in Spy Kids. So he he totally come and do that on Broadway. Yeah, he's probably there right now pitching it. <laughs> I feel well, like yeah. So. I think you should uh, you know you know make the uh, Spy Kids movie. No, not him. I'm talking Alan Cumming. So I think you should make the Spy Kids movie because he's always German now. Just, I mean, honestly. All right. Ever since, well, I think ever you should make the Spy Kids movie. And I, I have, love his real voice. I have, one, yeah, more. He has, yeah. I have what, one more. What do you got? It's an animated movie. I really only want to do it for one big reason, but it's Coraline. And I want oh. to do it for the giant other mother spider puppet. <laughs> that would That would really... But it would be... a lot of opportunities for great puppetry. Some real, too. like, creepy as hell... Shit, you get some good because they have some. The the um the girl who played Lydia Dietz is an actual teenager in the Beetlejuice musical. You get you get some really good teenage talent. You get some really cool like puppetry stuff going on, especially with like the Rat Circus and all that stuff. Like you could do really fucking. Cool and Alan Cumming could play Mr. Babinski. Yeah, and you could get Tim Burton. I can see that. 
and Danny Elfman together. <laughs> and I wonder what that would sound like. Bum 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 dilly 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 bum 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 dilly 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 dilly. Except the Did the you sound, want reverb the, for that? Nah. You sure? The, the soundtrack for uh for Coraline is not half it's bad. It's it's not Tim Burton. I mean yeah. I mean fucking um whenever pretty, I th- pretty, see whenever yeah. I think of Danny Elfman and Tim Burton movies, I think of Tim Burton's best film, which is his first full-length feature film, which is fucking Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Mm. Was and that, that his first? That was his first feature, which is more It's like the happy version of Captain Kirk fighting the Gorn. Right, because it's pre-theater, yeah. Pee-wee. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Dude, I, I fucking love that movie. <laughs> my, my list is done. Anybody got anything else? Uh, the last two that I had were uh, Toy Story. Meh. Which I thought would just be visually interesting yeah. more than anything. But you have to have Randy Newman yeah, do well, all the music. Based on Randy Newman music. And everybody has Ugh. to sing it like <laughs> Randy Newman. Ugh. You got a Randy Newman. I always, I always wanted a really good impression. I always wanted Joe Cocker to sing Randy Newman songs. Because oh I feel like it would like just break the world. It's a jungle out there. <laughs> Poison in the very gale you drink. What's the other one? The last one I had was Hidden Figures, the uh, the one about the female yeah. scientists. You, you you make that your last one? Why don't you make a Beautiful Mind the musical? Just, or fucking I, I'm just the last one I had on my list. What about Hellboy? I'd be cast as the Nazi, obviously. <laughs> you could so be Hellboy. Has anybody seen Hellboy? The new the one? new one? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Haven't anymore. heard good things. I haven't either. I haven't heard anything. Yeah, the which, next which time I think is the next time I'm going to itself. the movies is Avengers. Is next week is when it. we cover the Avengers. I still haven't seen Captain Marvel. Neither is Jamie. I think you and Jamie should go see Captain Marvel. When are you when are you free before next Thursday? I have to go work this weekend. Yeah. Which Sunday is Easter? That means the theater's going to be dead. Yeah, that does mean the theater's going to be dead, though. Or will it rise from the grave? I don't know if if y'all do anything big for Easter or nothing. Yeah, I'm going to my aunt's. Yeah, I'm going to my mother-in-law's. Yeah. That'd be fun. Huh? No, you're not. I'm going to my sister-in-law's. Okay. Yeah, her house is bigger. I mean, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Um, When I was writing my list, I was trying to go through, like, I went through a list of like movies that I've watched before and I and I only used that I wasn't really thinking of like and it's a it's a short list it's not like every single movie I've ever seen but like and then I you know Ghostbusters I tried to I'd uh, watch the fuck out of that mm-hmm. musical that'd have some cool effects it I would watch really I would cool, watch and the that fuck would have some cool opportunities for puppetry in it too and that would have some cool opportunities for different um you know vocal types and like mm-hmm. in character types dynamic parts like, I feel like, like that. that's a show that would be a very easy pitch to someone like JP just because it's hey that's a big twinkie you want to do some <laughs> really cool like projection effects for us and then he'll say yes and then not do them <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no, he'll he'll get Emma to do it because Emma's really like itching to do all of that. Oh, for all we know, she listens to the show. Be nice. No, I I was being nice. Oh, okay. I thought you were giving Emma a hard time. No, I never give Emma a hard time because Emma will kick my ass. Yeah, don't give Emma a hard time. Um, I, honestly, there are two parts that I'd want to play in Ghostbusters the musical. Mm-hmm. One would be Slimer, but the other <laughs> one would be Vince Clortho, Keymaster of Gozer. <laughs> Are you the gatekeeper? Honey, I shrunk the kids. I thought about that one. 
You could do I, some cool anything with Rick, Rick Moranis. I'd you could, you would get, you would design oh, what, a set. What about what you would about, have one normal size set, and then you would have like the set from mm-hmm. Cats. What about so everything the, is scaled? The, there's a there's an old uh, science fiction movie. Oh, what's it called? Um, Star Little Wars? Shop of Horrors. <laughs> you could do that as a musical. You could do that one, and you could have Steve Martin. Yeah, be the dentist. Yeah. That'd make a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if I have any off the top of my head, but I think I, I think I covered everything that I've ever. Well, I mean, how about that the zero mustel vehicle, the producers? <laughs> how about that zero mustel vehicle, Superman? <laughs> <laughs> Gene Hackman, you. Anybody that, ever, that's two. Anybody ever turn a Victor Hugo novel into a musical? Event? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the one about the guy who stole the bread would be fantastic. Do you know that originally um, Rick Moranis was not the Rick Moranis was not the idea to play that character. They wanted Seymour? they no uh, Vince Clortho, he oh. master of Gozer. They wanted um, John Candy to play him. Hmm. Also, Ernie Hudson was not supposed to play Winston. That mm-hmm. was supposed to be Eddie Murphy. Oh yeah, I, I, I had heard that. One that's before. yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I like the choices that they made. I did too. That's a good choice. I'm a I'm a Vince, fan of Rick Moranis. Vince Clortho, Keymaster of Gozer. What about a Zitana, Lord of Sabulia? Are you the camp- So what about a Space Jam musical? No. Come uh, on, it's like Oh, you know what? Spaceballs. Space Spaceballs was on my. So list. they've talked about a Spaceballs music because you know everyone wants Mel to do one more before Yogurt. he dies. Do you know? You know what? I got it. You know what? Mel Brooks' new movie needs to be a goddamn musical. Silent movie. History of the world. <laughs> History, History of, of the, the world. world. Yeah. History That's of the such world. An underrated movie. That movie is fucking it's spectacular. Amazing. Yeah. History of the world needs to be. That would be a great Broadway musical. Oh yeah. That would be a fu- like, and that's almost that's a, a lot re- of set though. It, it, and what, what you, you ca- mean? Just jumping through history. What like you that? call it is it's it's history <laughs> of the world part one, a historical review. Because it's it's not so much that it's a review of songs. It's literally it's it's just a bunch of scenes thrown together. Right. Right. I mean. God, that'd be a great. Why aren't they? Why isn't he writing that shit? How do you know he's not? I don't. Uh, I don't. Vince Clortho, Keymaster of Gozer. <laughs> I'm still on the. I'm still on the fucking Who would Ghostbusters. I play in the Ghostbusters musical. You know what would be fun? Would be Galax- uh, Galaxy Quest. I can see you as Bankman. Or I could see you as. Uh, I can see you as Ray. Uh, no, I could see you as fucking Egon. I could see you as Egon. Yeah, I was gonna say Egon. Yeah. Or probably you, not Winston. You'd also be really. You know, you know who you'd be good as? You'd be good as Janine Melnitz. Nah. You wouldn't want to go drag for that. Nah, it's. it's I can't. You'd be good I as. Couldn't do her justice. You'd be good as Vince Clortho, Keymaster of Gozer, but only after he turns into a dog. Nah. <laughs> you want to play Zool? Or do you want to play Gozer? I'd want to be Ray, I think. I think I'd want to be Vince Clortho, Keymaster of Gozer. I wouldn't want to be Slimer. That's a joke. I mean, unless he had a cool song. I want to be Ray. But you'd have to so give I Slimer can... a song, yeah. right? You have to. Would you have to give the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man a song? Uh, or would no, you do Stave Puff? I think you sing around. Or would Stave you do the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man kind of the same way you do the Giant and Into the Woods? Yeah, I think it would be like that. Yeah. And then, you know. Just... But instead of doing the foot, you would do the head. No, instead of doing oh, that, yeah, you do would just on a rooftop? at some yeah. point, yeah, a giant I know what he's bag say. of marshmallow fluff. Yeah, you'd have to, you'd have to cover 
all the Ghostbusters and fucking Marshmallow fluff. And all the audience. And all the audience. And Rob will be so our costumer get... for And this. then it turned into a Gallagher show. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to say Bukaki, but <laughs> Good God, that's a lot of Bukaki. Oh, wow. <clears throat> wow, on that, I think that's a good place to, yeah. uh, to jump off. Bukaki. Next. <laughs> Speaking of Bukaki, it's time for the mail. We didn't even drink this time. Hey, you know what? You know what it just occurred to me? It didn't just occur to me, but it did occur to me a minute ago. Jordan's been here the whole time. And you haven't played his The whole song? time, and we haven't even once just... My life has not been made into a musical. So, Joe, if people wanted to get in touch with us and send us... Email or, or, or letter correspondence. Letter correspondence. Who the fuck am I? How would they do that? Well, they can uh, email us, couchcrouches at gmail.com. They can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash couchcrouches. Find us on Twitter at couchcrouches. Find us on Instagram at couchcrouches. And other things will be coming soon to a home theater system near you. All right. So um, we got ourselves some mail. Um, who will we do first? All right, staying on the staying on the the theater thing. Mm. Um, I'll have you know, I already forgot all of these. That's okay, but uh, in in accordance with some information from our survey, which you can find on Facebook and Twitter, and I Twitter, believe. yep, it is on both. Um, I will try to get something up on Instagram, possibly. We would really like, would really appreciate it if you are a listener that you um. Even if this take is your the, first time yeah. listening. Take the two minutes it takes to fill out that survey. We'd really appreciate it. Um, this, But yes, in accordance to the request from that, we have pre-screened. <laughs> and by pre-screened, I mean did one reading of the emails. Mm. Um, we don't pre-screen for content. So if you write something horrible, we're reading it. So, And it's your fault. All right. Is that a monkey? No, it's a walrus with a saxophone. It's a walrus with a saxophone. That's okay. what I think of every time we play Jordan's theme. Oh, song. okay. All right. So this one's from from that, Rob. Would that be Careless Whiskers? Oh, <laughs> God! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> you son of a bitch! Do you see that Netflix nature documentary where the walruses fall off the cliff and they had to put a trigger warning in front of it? Those are lemmings. No, there's walruses now because we're destroying their homes. So they don't have ice to chill on anymore. So they they like go to these cliffs and they all go to the same cliff, and then they they <laughs> they try to they try to there jump won't back be into any the bees water. Eventually, either. well, that's kind of where I was going with that. <laughs> they try to jump back into the water and they just like bash their heads in and fall, and then like uh, that, polar bears come and eat them. That's the thing. I either think of that uh, walrus or, or the, the otter seal. or yeah. it's a seal with a saxophone. Yeah. Um, does, so does are that. the polar bears behind global warming then? <laughs> Just to make hunting easier? Uh, maybe. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> Coca-Cola polar bear. So this He's first coming for this you. first message comes to us on Facebook.com from a friend of the show and and former guest Rob, Rob the Costumer. Uh, um, I don't know if I can answer all this. Um, hey guys, so I know the In the Heights uh, film is in the works. Curious uh, about your thoughts on casting. Please cast real Latinos. The only casting I care about is they cast uh, Jimmy Schmitz. Jimmy Schmitz or Jimmy Smits? Jimmy Schmitz did you is just what make, I call him. Did you just make Latino actor He's Jimmy a, Schmitz German? It's Dana Carver and Jimmy Schmitz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who should Jimmy Schmitz play? He's already cast. As who? 
He's cast as Nina's father. Oh, okay. Who's gonna play the Paragua guy? I and don't can know if it they be? And can it be the 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 Latino guy from Ant Man? I think it's Kenneth Branagh, actually. No, no, no. What's the, what's his, what's the guy's guy. name? Luis. From Ant-Man? I don't remember. His, what's the actor's his name? name? He needs to play the Paragua guy. In the height. They could just do a movie where he plays every role. And yeah. I think it would be hysterical. Um, so he says, uh, despite not wanting to hear the music for a while, he just costumed it, the show that Joe did. Yeah. I'm actually excited about this one. I think In the Heights has the potential to make a very good musical. There's, uh, I don't recognize a ton of the cast, but I think, let's see, they got Anthony Ramos as Usnavi, yeah. Melissa Barrera as Vanessa, Corey Hawkins as Benny. Um, let's see. I don't. Uh, Leslie Grace is Nina. Um, it looks like they're casting all. Let's. No, Prago I mean they guy. are. They are. Yeah. Prago guy is Damian Valentino. I don't know who that is. Uh, uh, he was on Billions, and he's in Glass, and he's a cab driver in Creed Two. Which I still haven't seen yet. It looks like they're casting a lot. I of... I haven't seen Creed One. Oh, dude, Creed is awesome. It's great. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Um. Oh, by the way. The man who should be the Paraguay guy is Michael Pena. I knew I, I knew I Michael Pena. His name. Yeah, Luis. Uh, his next part is secondly, a Jekyll and Hyde film is supposedly in the works. Uh, we'll see if that ever happens. Uh, who would you want as Jekyll, Lucy, and Emma? Also, who would you want them to keep, and what would that you want to be changed to improve the story for film? It's never gonna happen. I'm gonna be honest. I've seen Jekyll and Hyde three times. I have no, and I saw it like 20 years ago. I have no memory of that film or that show. What I can tell you is I saw it, I never saw it with Jack Wagner, but I saw it once with Jack Wagner's understudy. I saw it once with Sebastian Bach from, from, from uh, Skid, Skid Row. Row. And then I saw it, I did, I'm glad I can say that I saw it with Hasselhoff. <laughs> yeah, I saw it with Hasselhoff. Um, I saw it when they just did their most recent revival with Constantine. Um, and I do, I love Jacqueline Hyde. I think yeah, there's I know some you do. great, there's you do. great fucking music in there. Um, that movie is never going to happen. They've been talking about that movie since I was a... Wait, they did it with Constantine? Constantine Morales, yeah. Oh, Constantine from, Morales. I thought you meant Constantine. American Idol. Because I think of Constantine, um, I think of the movie Constantine, and I immediately think of, well... I know where the bastard sleeps. I brought him there. To Carfax Abbey. God damn it, Gonzo. That was just fine. I don't know how Keanu sings. It's really low bit there. That's going to be real quiet on the other side. Well, they'll, they'll figure it out. Everybody knows those if pieces, Keanu, pieces now. If Keanu was a singer, I could see him as How do you know he's Dr. not Jekyll. a singer? I don't know. I've never heard him sing. That's Here, what I'm saying. Let's see if this works again. Let's try this one now. Know where the bastard sleeps. Is that better? Hold on. I brought him there. Abbey. Yeah, that's close. You are speaking level. Okay. But um, I feel like, so it was a, I think in most of the Grouch's opinions, it was a poor choice to cast Hugh Jackman as Jean Valjean. He just, if he can't sing the part, don't play the part. I think Hugh Jackman could be a decent Jekyll slash Hyde. Um, he wouldn't necessarily be my first choice. I don't know who my first choice would be. Um, Robert Downey Jr., Mm. I'm just throwing names out there. I don't know. He, Robert Downey Jr. does sing, but I don't think he has a range for it. I'm just think, saying that this entire I show is someone, like out of my depth. Yeah, I think it should be someone who's like got good abs. I just got yeah. voice. So I immediately noises. think of Stephen Amell. 
from Arrow. <laughs> He's got incredible abs. I like what I... I know there are some... You ever like, seen this dude's abs? Like the Cats... I've seen Arrow. The Cats movie has cast a lot of big-name people to be... I like it when they cast more no-name type people in these musical... When they get actual, like, decent singers to be... I don't want fucking whispery Kermit the Frog Eddie Redmayne in my fucking musicals. Toby Maguire. Only in the spy, only if, only if, he, if he's in Turn Off the Dark. No. Only if he <laughs> d- is in the club scene from Spider-Man 3 made into a musical. What are we talking about? <laughs> Rob also thinks that the Wicked film that is that, that that is coming out should be animated. I have no problem with that. Um and I want it traditional cell animated. I would love it. I would love it. Okay. I love I love old school like you know like old school like you don't, cell, like you cell don't shaded necessarily anime, yeah. need to like you know hand animate it like mm-hmm. on actual cells right but make it look that way at least yeah. but l- like I you know what I mean though yeah. I want it to be make it look like Dragon Warrior 11 yeah or Dragon I, Quest 11 I yeah. don't want it to be the CGI that's then flattened down to look I agree animated. 100% I, I want it Hand animated, yeah, but it doesn't need to be old school on the uh, clear, the transparent cells. I gotta say, I think Wicked is a super overrated musical. And I think it's. I, I, I think it's see Ste- the movie even if I wanted. I think it's Stephen Schwartz's is like, a weakest. I mean, it will get more uh, white girls singing things poorly at ca- karaoke again or auditions. <sighs> <laughs> That's the the thing that really fucking burned me out on Wicked is the fact that everybody tried to fucking sing Defying Gravity or that song that's the duet between Glenda Popular. and fucking It's still no fucking on my own. People have sang Popular so many times at karaoke that I just kind of they all mesh together into one homunculus of a white girl. One just like just just like just I really pieced it's my song. Hold my drink. Pieced together simulacrum of like a something close to human. I straight up just don't. By the way, that was a great drunk girl. I yeah. don't give two shits about wicked. No, no, I no. just want to put that out into the universe. I liked the book when it came out 20 years ago. It's a good book. Um, not unrelated, this is still from Rob's. Why don't we dub vocals anymore? <laughs> For live action, if you want to star, fine, but either make sure they can sing without endless auto-tune or just dub their vocals. I think that's exactly what I we've agree. been saying. Yeah, ADR takes too much time. You're correct, and don't try to do it live like the Lay Miz movie did. Yeah. He wants to. Uh, doesn't fucking. Work. He wants to know what we think about the Adams Family trailer for the animated one. Um, I watched it once. It looked fine. It looked cool. Um, I, I like the cast list for it. Yeah, he says. Rob says the same thing. I think he, the cast looks fucking incredible. I want to see more of the movie before I make a big judgment. It does kind of. I mean, it's an animated movie. It's it's made for kids. Um, so I'm sure it's not going to be like the nineties Adams family as much. Um, yeah, nothing is going to be as good yeah. as the nineties Adams right. family. I think the art style is really interesting. The art, I, the I art like, style, I like cool. the direction they went with yeah, that. Yeah. And it's, it, well, it's a little, it's a little more stylistic to mm-hmm. the, to the, to the original Adams, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, uh, comic strips. We have a, a message on facebook.com slash grouch grouches from uh, my friend. Grouch Mich- grouches? I have a stutter. From my friend Michelle, um, still in this vein. Mm-hmm. Questions. Do you think the rise in movies to musicals is finally tapping into an idea that is a natural progression of the creative process? Or is it laziness akin to all the movie remakes of late? Um, 
she uses as an example. She says, do you think Heather's the musical was a flop? And it was off Broadway great because music. the core material doesn't hold up in an age of high school shootings or was it just poorly conceived as a whole? Heather's has a great fucking score. Um, I love that fucking music. Also, I think you misinterpret the rash of recent movie remakes. You see, they're re-upping the copyright. That's all. <laughs> well, also, I mean, they're not—they're not quite Corman fantastic fouring it. What I—what <laughs> I like about movies to musicals is not everybody has the money or the time to get themselves to a place that has big musicals. Some some people don't. Some people can afford a ten to fifteen dollar movie ticket, but can't necessarily afford ninety five dollar fucking theater right. ticket. Right. Yeah. Or even like a fifty to seventy dollar yeah. theater ticket sitting in the nosebleeds. Like it's it's a way to get people to see musicals and to see shows that wouldn't necessarily be able to. And I like right. that. Right. It reaches an entirely different demographic. Right. Wait, I'm confused. Can... What is the the question here? The question she, she, is, she, she says her question is, is it is it is it like is this like a natural progression? Is this a good thing or is it just people being lazy? No, but I'm just I suppose I'm confused as to Joe's response to that. Well, I'm saying that I like it. But he's that's saying he like reason. it, and this is why he like he thinks it's a good thing because it makes it more he makes theater it makes accessible. people being having access to that show that art form. Oh, she then I add, don't really oh. follow the logic. That's all. She then asks, what movies to musicals do you think we could have done without entirely? She uses silence as a... As a, as a silence idea. is fucking great. Um, and mu- it's nothing like the movie. Movies, it's a parody. Movies to musicals you think you could have done without entirely. Um, I almost directed it. The music's not great, but it's a fun thing, and it could have been a good musical. High Fidelity could have been a really fun musical. Um, I've never seen it. But I've listened to the music, and the music's very okay, but I can't imagine how it would work. The last Starfighter musical. I didn't know that existed. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think that needed to happen. And then she asks, is there a genre that you think uh, you'd never cross a musical into? And she says, porn doesn't count. So <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if serious science fiction can be... Uh, a can, musical? Can be a musical. See Star Trek, the musical? I just... No. Fifth Element could be a musical. Gonzo's thinking. That's true. Eh, I got nothing. How about a Blade Runner musical where the fucking uh, the, the replicants have a big kick line and they just keep <laughs> dropping off as Rick shoots them? But only if the music is like the, what they're singing is just wow, wow, what the fuck? In Blade Runner twenty forty nine, half that score is wow, yeah. Um, then um, some dude's wife oh, chimes God. in and says, I, I believe it's it's Jordan. I think it's your wife. Yes, it is. Does she actually listen? She yeah. does. Oh, wow. Hi, Kate. Without headphones. Hi, Kate. Um, <laughs> wait, you listen at work without headphones? No, she listens in the penis, kitchen. Penis, 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 penis. Shit, piss, fuck, cuck, cuck, suck a motherfucker in tits. <laughs> she says that she doesn't think Beetlejuice Boobies. the musical... She says, it seems to me that it makes money as a movie somewhere along the way. Someone des- uh, des- uh, along the way decides it needs to make money in a musical venue. Am I alone in feeling tired of the movie to musical trend? Don't judge it until you see it because it's fucking incredible. Um, I don't think it's, I think this is a, um, I think it's a reverse trend that's been happening for ages. I think for many years, obviously musicals were made into movies. Um, do I think it's, uh, no, I don't because you know what? 
Source material, source material. Um, I'll give you a book slash musical that never should have worked, but it's spectacular. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but The Bridges of Madison County. The music from that show is stunning, and it makes that film. It makes it makes that musical. Um, and as much as I don't, as much as I think the show is is popcorny garbage, I also think that Legally Blonde is a really fun show. And there, you know, I've there's nothing wrong with that musical. So I no, I think I think it's fun. I think I'm it's, not tired of it. I would say, I think the reverse of making. Uh, musicals into movies is more of a money grab than making a movie into a musical. In this day and age, yeah. Um, but even then, like I said, I still like it. I still so, like the, the big question is, Jordan, do you agree with your <laughs> wife or not? No. Gonzo, you want to no, take bets? No, oh, no. He, I was going to say, we were, <laughs> we were, we were going to make jokes at his expense for a minute, and he had to go in and ruin it. No, I, I, I'm not tired of it. I'm glad to see. Like, if they're going to be taking material from anywhere it's nice to see that they're reaching out into an area that is you know new and different to audiences that wouldn't be seeing them otherwise joseph yeah also now our our friend of the show joseph also gets us on uh, facebook.com he says how is the current trend of movies and the musicals different from the 1950s 60s trends of musicals and the movies I feel like we just answered this. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't this um, make a medium of artistic expression more accessible to an audience than it may have been previously uh, part of it? So this is one that I missed, so we're reading it now. Sorry, Joseph. Uh, or does the price point make it less accessible? I mean, that's exactly that's what, what I say. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Joseph, we agree with you 100%. I, don't, I mean, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think Joe wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, Jordan it's asks, much of a coincidence. do you need sizes for my eventual smoking jacket? <laughs> Referring to like the five timers club on Saturday Night Live. Your check's in the mail, dude. Yeah, right. Um, getting off. Ooh, wow. There we go. Getting off of the movie musical thing. Um, we know that there's always someone to rescue us from the doldrums when the, when the, when the, when the, the the questions are going a little long and a little hard, you know, we can always count. No, he asks Doug. the hard questions. <laughs> um, yeah, but you get to dance to the answers. Uh, Jim fades it out before we get copyright strikes. Oh, we, I try. Um, Doug. We only rarely ever make it to the Roger guitar. Part. I know. It's coming up right now, and he's already fading it. See? <laughs> Doug gets to us and says, hey. He's right there. Yeah, I know. Doug says, hey, gang, let's go back to our childhood for a bit. No. God, no. (laughs) I think we've all talked about what our favorite toy was. He says, Jim, I know your G.I. Joe and possibly enormous care. It was your G.I. Joe and possibly enormous carrier ship. No, it was called the USS Flag Aircraft God, Carrier, right it was. and it was awesome. Except <laughs> for one into thing, the mic without even talking with, with my your glasses. Hands. Yeah, um, it was awesome <laughs> except for one thing. He's got his hands in his lap to prevent it, it and he still does it. It came with one goddamn action figure. <laughs> All right, he says. Um, but what was one toy you had gotten and you weren't that you were just supremely disappointed by? He gives an example for him. It was Stretch Armstrong. He said the fucker leaked out of his pits in the first two hours. Gonzo, what's a toy you were really looking forward to you got and were just like, this is fucking lame? Someone that's not me should answer. Joe. Are we qualifying video games in this category? I would. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, No Man's Sky is oh. awesome now. When I was when I was in uh, it just took forever. It was to get there. it was early middle school, I would say. Um, I traded one of my friends for a bunch of my old Nintendo sixty four <laughs> games for a game Excuse that me. I really fucking wanted to play, and What's he that? had it, and he owned it, and I was like, I really want to fucking play this game. It's called Star Wars Bounty Hunter. Oh, that's where you a played bad as game. Jango Fett, that's and I was a bad like, game. Jango Fett has such a cool character design, and he's such a badass bounty hunter guy. I really want to play this game, and I played it for like two I think minutes. I've got a copy of it if you want it. I still have my copy <laughs> that I traded fucking Super Mario sixty four and like two of my other Nintendo sixty four games that were fucking great games. That I could uh, be playing to this day, and instead I have fucking Star Wars Bounty Hunter, the broken so, piece of shit that it was. So you've always <laughs> been like this. It's not something you grew into. <laughs> Jordan? Oh, boy. I even show my age, I'm sure. I'm so am I. So, Jim, you might remember this. Uh-huh. Uh, there were two toys uh, back in my childhood. <laughs> One I was supremely disappointed with. Because it was broken the day I opened it, which I believe was a Christmas. Okay. Uh, do you remember Centurions? A power Extreme. Yes. I, I loved my Centurions. <laughs> so I got the yellow one. I only had the green one. And I opened it and I was playing with it. And like within 10 minutes, I was off. looking it up. I need to know what this toy is. <laughs> power Extreme. Those Once are, you oh, find it, can you just what was like the other flash one? that over to me? Uh, the other one was a Transformer. Which one? Omega Supreme. Uh, I had Omega Supreme as well. Wait, now Omega Supreme was the train. Yes. With the rocket, with the rocket in, the middle. in the middle. Yeah. The robot walked too. And it was so cool. In the package. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you open it up and it's this little dinky little <laughs> tiny track yeah. with this stupid little rocket ship in so, the middle. Uh, There's just nothing to it. Blue Centurions used on eBay goes for $475. Yeah. Wow. They, they were available for about, I don't know, a week yeah. and a half back in like 85 um, probably. I think the one that disappointed <laughs> me the most, and we talked about it last episode actually, mm. was Snake Mountain. Mm. So Castle Grayskull was dope. I was Castle Grayskull was dope. And I mean Castle Grayskull didn't have a reason to be dope. It was a fucking piece a couple pieces of plastic with mm. stickers on it, mm. but it had levels, it had the the chair that went and opened the trap door, mm. it had a weapons rack, it, it was you know. What? It was very pretty, familiar. It to had me. the fucking drawbridge, like it was cool, right? Mm. Wait. Snake Mountain Snake Mountain was a molded piece of plastic with a plastic bridge. On the inside, there were no levels. You just put a monster sticker on the inside. Mm. The big feature that it had was, as I described last week, the wolf's headed dildo that was a microphone <laughs> that when you shook it, it did this. Yeah, like... You could put it on the store shelf today and it would fit right in with all the garbage that they Yeah, had. I mean, ridiculous. <laughs> um, I think the other one that was a big disappointment... Um, I'll go the the video game route mm. was Castlevania 64. Oh, that oh, game is hot that garbage. One. That game is fucking trash. That game, that game is rough. And there are so many amazing games in that series too. Oh, well, Castlevania is my, my oh. Castlevania Symphony of the Night is my second favorite video game of all time. Mm. Number one being Final yeah. Fantasy IV. All right, Gonzo, you got anything? Not really. You I were tend, never disappointed with your toys. I tend to enjoy garbage things, honestly. But what did you when you were did you have that did you have that sense of whimsical irony when you were a kid? I don't like. I'm trying to think of something. Honestly, I am. But well, that's a lot of the so like my parents to teach us not to like 
to cherish what we had. They would, if we wanted something, like my sister wanted to skip it, so my mom made her oh skip God. it skip out it. of a uh, cool whip container, uh, some rope, and like a plastic ring, probably also from the cool whip container. Um, and if she wanted to get the actual skip it, she would have had to buy it herself with her own money and do chores and things like that to earn the money to get it. So she break her neck trying to use the skip it, the, but, the fake skip it. I mean, she uh, she got very pissy because we were very different. We we're like, I got a thing, and I was like, cool. My parents gave me a thing, and my sister was like, but I wanted the real one, and I was like, okay, just fucking. But so we had to this fucking bitch. Yeah, <laughs> we had to earn most of our toys. Airbags. Do you fucking believe it? We had to we had to buy most of our own toys. Man, so like got a bunch I really of had to I had to pick and choose what it exactly was that I wanted because it was the toy that I would be getting. I had divor- like, I had divorced parents. Yeah. I didn't have to worry at all about uh-huh. fucking toys. If I wanted it, I got it. So I didn't really have a t- like I made some dumb decisions to get fucking Star Wars fucking bounty hunter garbage piece of shit fucking trash Anthony Gervais if you still have my fucking shit I'll trade you back yeah. any fucking day yeah. yeah but did you go and pay retail for Joust when it came out <laughs> <laughs> I did <laughs> Atari Pac-Man was real disappointing too but I was like five mm. so I didn't know any better yeah you're waiting for that arcade arcade experience at home with that one, huh? <laughs> that was a show. Is that all our mail? I mean, that's all the mail that I think. I think I, I think I don't want to go completely off off track. So okay. we have a couple more. We'll read them next week. Um. Yeah. So shit. Which next week? Next week is oh, our Avengers yeah. show. So next week we're going to see Avengers, and we're going to do like what we did for Captain Marvel. We'll do a, a bit of a show beforehand. We'll go see the movie. We'll come back super tired and super emotional and, and close it out. And we won't spoil anything at we all. promise. We won't. We just, we Expe- don't do And it. I want people, I almost did it as a news article, but I feel like I can just say it now. Uh, some articles have come out stating that um, people who have seen the movie have been posting some spoilers in reviews and other things online. Supposedly footage leaked, too. Uh-huh. Steer clear. It was like eight minutes of the movie or something, yeah. right? Just like... Just be end. prepared. There might be, there might be some shit online. If you're browsing stuff over the next week or so, steer clear. Just, just don't look up any Avenger stuff. Yes. Just stay clear just, of Avengers. Just more, one more week. Yeah. One more week. Um, I'm I, so fucking excited. I know it's gonna be good. Are you looking forward to it? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's gonna be solid. Um. So actually, my wife is actually going to see it with me opening night. So she's no interest in comic. Jamie is kind of pissed at pissed at me because we're going to see it opening night, and she's not because she's got the boy. Yeah. Mm. So I told her I said, well, you know, because I and I'm going with friend of the show Josh, my friend Josh's wife. I'm like, well, you should go with Josh. That's fine. So yeah, um, that was a pretty good show. Yeah. So Jordan, yes, sir. You have a podcast. I do. Tell and, us about usually it. Usually it goes much better than it did today. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the podcast. Oh, God. Okay, so Table the Stage. Uh, I've Sort of my, my ongoing mission to explore creativity with people from all different areas of life. Acting, writing, filmmaking, comedy, all kinds of stuff. And I uh, actually have a live show coming up in May, on May 22nd, at CT Theater in Hartford. 
Uh, I got stand-up comedian Rob Santos, uh, singer-songwriter Abby Auden, and uh, drag queen pair Summer Orlando and Barbara Jones Street Sand will all be performing. And we have some audience participation, and it should be lots of fun. Tickets are available at tabletostagepod.com slash live, and they are $15. Get them now. And should we be offended that we were not asked to be at the live podcast? Um, I believe you have been asked to be at the live podcast. No, no, no. You've asked us to, <laughs> to attend. To attend? No, I mean, should we be embarrassed that we are not featured on, we're not an act on the live podcast? No, because it's not a it's not a I'm a, not a family podcast friendly episode. No, I no, know neither is no, this neither act. is this act. <laughs> no, no, no. We're giving you I'm giving you a hard time. I look forward to it. I'm really looking forward to going. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm really excited yeah. about it. I'm looking forward to it. And Joe, did yes. we already go through how to get in touch with us? I mean, we have, but we can always go through it again because they can email us at couchgrouches at gmail.com. They can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash couchgrouches. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at couchgrouches, and we will uh, have more ways for you to contact us soon. Always, you can always also post a review on iTunes. I mean, or... I'm sure I had a pretty disappointing, like, knockoff Nerf gun or something, but I, nothing specific. <laughs> I've been trying to figure this out for the last ten minutes. <laughs> Gonzo's Black Magic Corner. Talk to me. Have the demons spoken to you now, or have you spoken to the demons? Maybe... Because I had like an anxiety attack and I don't have anxieties, but why why is my reverb up? Because oh. I hit a button. All right. <laughs> but no, I. Wait, I, maybe I, for Gonzo's Black Magic Corner, there should be the reverb. Uh, nope. Okay. I guess that's it then, huh? Yeah. So for Couch Crouches, this is Jim. Hey, I'm why, Joe. why is the reverb still up? Because it's fun. Oh, all right. I'm Joe. I'm Gonzo. I'm Jordan. Fuck on, audience. Forgetting about something is one of the few things you can only do by accident, but it's impossible to do on purpose. See, I think the reverb was great for that. <laughs> <laughs>